Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smart Coast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Ah, good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Smod Coast Morning Show Tuesday Left Coast Edition. Thank you, Will Wilkins, for getting us live on the air. If you want to join in on the conversation, we are at Nooner Dan Marty at uh, Twitter.com and NoonerPodcast at Wait. gmail.com. And then we've got the Tumblr page that's TuesdaysMornings.tumblr.com. That's Nooner at Dan Marty at Twitter.com. Sure. No, no, you don't. You don't need to put a Twitter.com. Well, it, you go to Twitter.com if but, you want to get to it. Oh, at, not ampersand. No, okay. I meant literally at. Okay. Yes, but thank you for for uh, calling me on that because, you know, I had a lot of problems starting the show as uh, just happened just now. Uh, just a minor little hiccup and got to plug in all the things to make them work, it turns out. Yeah. Hey, joining me is Steve. Good morning. By the way, if you did not listen to last week's show, it was pretty epic. Uh, I urge everybody to go back into the archives if you want to get Kruger's origin story. It was uh, he's very frank and open and <laughs> about it, uh, and it was a, just a delight to listen to. It was uh, how would um, how would you describe it? Would you describe it as it was my one man show? It was now I don't need to wonderful do a one man show. I can just say listen to that podcast or pe- some actually. Some actually. Someone said, I do want to hear that story because they know of it, but I, I've never told it in uh, great detail. And I, and I just said, just c- go listen to the podcast. I, I can't do that again. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, long. Well, you you know, if you were doing it on broad, off Broadway, I should say. Off, off Broadway. Yeah. You would need to. In downtown LA Broadway. You would not, need to create Broadway. some characters and embody them and sort of have your, your dialogue with yourself, you know, playing your mother and. Uh, the the crazy guy, the, the guy in the uh, mental home, the mental home, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah I could, I, I would do it akin to a uh, Whoopi Goldberg esque, you know, or John, not John Leguizamo, John Leguizamo doing. His... It's pretty much the same thing. Oh, he does like thirty characters up there. Yeah, but I'm not Puerto Rican, so I, there's there's not a lot of spice to my characters. They're all just kind of uh, white people going. Well, <laughs> we're like, gonna put you in a mental it's like home. Like a boiled potato with yeah. a, just a pinch of salt on it. Just that. a tiny bit. Not, of not salt. too much. Not too much. Maybe celery salt if you're lucky. Ugh. Uh, yeah, my crazy. mom called me on the way to the podcast last week, and she said, "What are you doing?" And I said, "I do a I, I do a podcast." And I was explaining to her what it is, and she she's like, "I I, I know what it is. I'm not an idiot." Um, and she said, "Can I listen to this?" And I said, "Sure. It's you know, I'll send you the information." And then after you uh, blindsided <laughs> me with, "Hey, talk about your origin story and how your mom went crazy and put you in a mental home and uh, you escaped and the cops were chasing you and you emancipated yourself and." Hit your mother in the face. I, I I don't think that's the first morning show for her. Uh, no, no. Maybe I, one where you guys you know uh, battle it out who the best Doctor Who is, or you know oh, DC no. versus Marvel, but not an hour. <laughs> I literally talked for a fucking hour about. Uh, you could have um, talked another hour. Well, easily. you know, we we got to get to the mail sack. <laughs> By the way, you're, there's still room in the mail sack. That's Nooner Podcast at Gmail dot com. Good morning to Tyson and Jadlin, Animal underscore WC, who says, Hooray and good morning, Murps. Thanks for making my Tuesdays the first positive day of the week. Aw. Well, uh, that's our pleasure. Jesus. PDG, Christopher Brown, who's uh, manning the grill, grilling the man. Manning the boards, boarding the grill. Yep. Grilling grilling the ban. And then Jonah... Oh, Jonah hopes to put his mother in a mental home someday. It's just wonderful. We should all be so lucky. And then, of course, Darren. Darren, who, with Tyson, mans the the Tumblr page as we 
go along talking about nonsense. Today's first nonsense is... Where the fuck is Bill? Uh, Bill is... I don't know. Bill is... His attitude has just gone down the shitter. He has an attitude? <laughs> Before, like, it's when not just misanthropy show, and bitterness just walking first, around with a beard. When he first started the show, he was just adamant about getting it here on time and just like really anal about it. And then lately, he's just sort of saunters in when he feels. Is he like with it. a lady now? Um, uh, you have to ask him about that. Yeah, that'll slow you down. Oh, he doesn't like to talk. That's right. He doesn't like to talk about anything right. personal. He doesn't like to oh, talk boy. about his girlfriend. Bill, don't listen to last week's because that'll your hair will fall out. Yeah. It was very personal. Uh, also visiting in the studio, we have little guy who's a little chihuahua who I'm fostering right now. So if you hear some just shrill yapping in the background, that's Bill entering and little guy. Oh, his name is him. little guy. Well, little his little dog, little guy. I don't know. I don't. I didn't go through the the process of coming up a name with a name. If you have a, a good name for a little chihuahua who likes to burrow in covers, let me know. Uh, so we're in the 2012 election, and this is the nationwide election. Six billion dollars were donated to campaigns across now the Now we know why Bill doesn't come on time. Yes, yes. No, he, that's what he's the first to say. But six billion dollars were donated across... Uh, uh, hurry, Bill. To, hurry. <laughs> to campaigns across the country. That's the most expensive election in U.S. history, if not the world. And of that moment, uh, of that money, 28% was donated by a very small group of people. So you've got the one... Afri- African-American gentleman? Yes. Uh, you've got the 1% of the richest in America. That, you know, we have the, the 9%, 99%, 1%. That was the whole Occupy Wall Street. Of that 1%, there's the 1% of that who are the richest of the richest. So the... What would that be of, of the entire population? That's 31,300. No, but percentage-wise. 1% of 1% is... It's 0.0001%. That's one, so we're one like, one thousandth of a we're percent. Like three, we're like 320 million people. This is 31,000 people. Okay. And that they donated one-third of that $6 billion, basically. Uh, almost one-third, uh, 28%. Uh, so they gave $1.7 billion all in all. And that doesn't even include that. That includes like uh, campaign donations, super PACs, and but that doesn't even include dark money groups where individuals can donate anonymously to support certain campaigns. Uh, be, thanks to rulings like Citizens United. Yes, and so uh, it, it's unsure, unclear if this money helped politicians get elected. But it is notable that every single person who won an election in the 2012 election. Uh, n- nationwide, they received money from that 31,000 pe- people, 31,000 donors. Right. So, well, it's free speech, right? According, well, yes. yes. They so, just have m- much louder speech. Right. So the Supreme Court in uh, John Roberts has presided over six cases having to, uh, in his, in his uh, stint as chief justice, six cases having to do with voting and campaign finance. Uh, in these cases, spending limits have been lifted and voting restrictions have become more stringent. So basically, vote, there are fewer voting, uh, fewer voters are allowed to vote, and then um, more money is allowed to, be, to influence elections. So money gets more influence, voters uh, get less influence. So to give you an example of, how, of this sort of thing in action, uh, you've got 
Sheldon Adelson, who's this, uh, this we've mentioned it before. Handsome, handsome man. Handsome man. man. He's a billionaire. He's in his 80s. Uh, he's made his money in Macau. Uh, in Macau, yeah, and Vegas. He owns the Venetian in both Macau yes. and Vegas. Uh, and a bunch of other casinos. So he donated the maximum amount to help Lindsey Graham, uh, who's a senator, get reelected. This, and this is this year. This is in March. And now between Adelson and his wife, that's only like $15,000. But he also hosted a fundraiser in Vegas right. for Lindsey Graham, $1,000 a plate. That goes all to Lindsey Graham. So a few weeks later, Lindsey Graham introduces a bill into the Senate to completely ban internet gambling. And this is a big thing for Adelson because he uh, he loses money f- when uh, well, he makes less money. He makes Adelson does not lose money. Yes, so he he loses customers for, for for the people who stay at home and gamble online. Yes, so he's and, but he says like, oh, but here's the thing. So Lindsey Graham introduces this legislation. He's a senator from South Carolina where there is no gambling. So it doesn't affect him at all. It doesn't his, affect his constituents at all. Yes. In fact, like, it doesn't... So it, it's... But he, says, of course, says, well, it's an immoral thing. You shouldn't have internet gambling on moral grounds. So you should have regular gambling, but not internet. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. you need a pit boss, and you need a buff... If there's not a buffet near the craps table... Right. You're not... And you need, like, to be in a smoke-filled room with a bunch of sad, sad people. So you get to see... The misery that that is around you. Oh, I've been to Macau. It's sad. Oh yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah. It's fucking sad. Did you gamble Some, there? No, I don't no. gamble. Uh, it's somehow there's a bunch of casinos here in L.A. The Bicycle uh, Commerce Casino, and they are 150 percent Asian when you go in there. Oh yeah, yeah. And somehow they had more Asian people. No, they had less Asian people in Macau, which is basically Hong Kong. Right. Weird. Well, you got you got lots of um, I know. high rollers there. And Macau is a bigger gambling place in Vegas. Yes, it, it yeah. has just eclipsed them. So, so you can trace how how members of Congress are more uh, likely to take up bills that benefit their most generous donors over the the majority of their constituents, and uh, so basically, if you're these Congress people, you're more likely to answer the phone if it's going to be somebody who's going to write you a check, which is perfectly natural, right? Yes. Yeah. But this is the system that we've created and that the, the uh, We've Supreme not Court, created. We've allowed it. Sure. I, I don't get it. I, I'm not a billionaire, so I don't have any, any pull in, in Hollywood, in D.C., the other Hollywood. The other Hollywood. The other one, the ugly Hollywood. So, so, so yeah. No, corporate, it's not, nothing new. They just... Well, they, but it's gotten worse and worse. So this, this upcoming... Or better election, or better, depending on how rich you are. Sure, exactly. Okay. And, and, you know, to be fair... In, Do we have any rich listeners? Any the, billionaires out there who pot in once a week? And yeah. Let us know your, your side of the story. To be fair, in, in the, the olden days, in like the... the in 70s? The, no, like the 1910s and or whatever, the, the 1800s to the 19... Whatever, thirties, forties, like back in the day. Yeah, you'd have these uh, these backroom deals where they would create the candidates, and there wasn't the sort of like competition, and you know, you just you just oh, well, there you go. Now you know what that means. So there were still like the the elite who were creating these elections, but it was just a, a much more subtle thing. Now now there's more transparency. Oh come on, little guy! Hey hey, come here. If he was on time, we wouldn't have this, this problem. Yep. Um, what is this? Yeah. So anyhow, the, it's not a. Here's the ray of hope. 
okay, in this campaign thing. They're, they're, do you know who Lawrence Lessig is, Larry Lessig? I know him as Lawrence, but yeah, Larry Lessig? Yeah, Yeah, sure. Larry Larry. I think he's known. Um, He's a Harvard law professor and this constitutional scholar and an activist who has created something called the Mayday Pack, and it's a political action committee um, dedicated to fight campaign finance reform, and it's being crowdfunded, and so he's basically using PACs to defeat PACs. Wow. Yeah. That's deep. He's uh, fighting from the inside. He's a brilliant guy, and you know he has all sorts of great ideas about copyright law and all this other stuff. But you should look him up, and you should go to it's. Uh, I think it's uh, May one dot us is the um, the pack, and basically it's a crowdfunded thing. So you're going to donate all the Indiegogo money, absolutely to, to that. That's, I already did. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Can um, I can I see the paperwork, the chain sure, of titles? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Just um, I'll tweet it to you. Um, Everyone knows Marty is wearing a, 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 what is that around your neck? It's some sort of jewel encrusted diamond necklace. It gives me podcasting power. Yeah. Okay. Prada? Is that what it says on the side? No, it's a, it's, where's the price tag on it? Tiffany. For $3,800. Okay. All right. There you go. Um, Your Indiegogo dollars at work. So the Mayday Pack goes, is live right now. And by the end of their, their goal is to get a million dollars by, and I think they've already actually reached it, but, but you should still support it because it's one million dollars. Well, that's the initial thing. And then they're trying to make, um, they're, they're 93% funded. So they're $936,000. And that's their first step. And then after, and then they have matching funds. So it'll get to two million. And then after that, their goal is to get another five million. How about a billion? Sure. Okay. But we got to start somewhere. Oh, okay. And so, um, we meaning you've given money to it. Uh, yeah. And and you and Bill. I'm not giving money to it. Hey, it's Bill. Hey, Bill. Morning. Welcome. Uh, I I barely recognize your face. Because it's been so long, or because uh, out of sight, out of mind, or because, because I've done something drastic with my appearance. It's a PTSD. Um. And now I'm having flashbacks. Who's no. this small yappy dog? Why are there more dogs? Well, you, sh- you, you have to listen on the podcast because it's not that important it. to me. Um, so is it a welcome addition at least? Oh no, he's just a uh, foster. Okay. So um, anyhow, Bill, where have you been? I have never worked so hard in my life. I was pitching a film that I wrote. And shooting a proof of concept fundraising video for it because we're 40% funded and need to get to the finish line. I pitched a pilot that I wrote to, um, I think some folks Kruger worked with, um, the energy drink people. Um, and I also, yeah, yeah. And I also, um, uh, just graduated from the next level of UCB. Oh, nice! What? Who, who? I didn't know you were doing UCB. I don't tell a lot of people. What? <laughs> he doesn't like to talk about his, what, his what, career. What himself. level are you at? I just did two hundred one. We had our oh, graduation okay. show last night, and then I was editing until the wee hours. So I apologize for being late. Uh, who is your teacher? Uh, David Harris, very funny, oh, yeah. very gifted yeah, yeah, uh, like musician. That. Totally, I, um, I did a web series with him. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Actually, it's forget the name of his team. It's something like. Sunday school or no no it's um, schools out something like that yeah yeah but um, yeah it's very gifted very nice very giving um, very patient and uh, I will say one thing I do love about UCB this is the Upright Citizens Brigade it's an improv school that's in New York and LA um, 
They have a very clear agenda for each class, and every exercise feeds very directly into what it is we're setting out to learn. The unfortunate part is that no one in the class listens. That's improv. To the rules of that exercise, so that immediately within three lines of the next scene, everything that we're not supposed to do in this exercise has already been done. But whatever. Don't use the word the. Right. (laughs) The first time. Oh, shit. It was almost exactly that. It was so frustrating. I love. uh, I took a Groundlings years ago, and it was um, was fun. It's a great exercise. Everyone should take Groundlings or Second City or IO or if there's if you're near a UCB. Are they in Canada? I don't know. Maybe they are. Um, I don't think they're upright in Canada. No, they're (laughs) downright. But there's always a guy, there's always a couple of cute chicks who are actresses that are doing this to, you know, get better at comedy, which Mm -hmm. it's not going to happen. And then there's always the joke guy. And I believe Steve Carell played him in an episode of The Office where the point of improv is to not be funny. The point of improv is to make a scene. Mm -hmm. Listen, respond. Listen, respond. Be truthful. Be truthful to the scene. So, you know. All right, I point a gun at you. Give me all the money in the register. And the person's like, oh, my God, I'm scared. But, you know, the guy, he would just go for the joke. He would mm-hmm. just like, I got a Snickers bar. What do you want for Like, it was, and every time the teacher, I could feel the teacher that's, just that's dying. Like that. it, it was just like always that. like, Snickers bar. I'm going to crack a joke. Like, Snickers bar is a funny word, but that's not, no one would say that. Right. And it's, it, it's, it's the hard part of improv, which is. You're not there to be funny. You will become funny, and the scene will become funny. But right. there is always the uh, wisecracker at work who's like, ah, my time to shine. And then I'd almost rather have the wisecracker than the person who's so lost that no matter how much improv they've studied, all they can come up to do is, uh, I don't know, what do you think? Um, uh, that's going to be a future therapist. Well, should we... Uh, I mean, I feel like... Uh, what what what's that you're holding? You know, you're like, what was that you're holding Christ. again? Yeah, they're not. It's when it's really well done, and the best shows in LA are UCB shows. It's just fantastic how fast they are. You realize I worked with um, Matt Matt Walsh, Walsh, who's the founder. I've heard the name. I don't think I've seen him perform though. No, I mean he's he's on Beep now. I mean he's oh, okay. he's he's one. He had the. He started it with Amy Poehler and the oh, other, okay, other yeah, two yeah. dudes. Yeah, and Matt, I just Matt watched uh, him and another UCB er in a scene, just fucking improv the shit out of it. Like, and it was just awesome, like how fast they are. Mm-hmm. So it's, how quickly you know, they get on the same page, and something subtle can be picked up on so quickly. Whereas you can, with with beginners, you can hammer something over the head, and they don't have no idea what's going on. It's like, oh Jesus! It's an excellent exercise it, when you see it uh, at the beginner level on a friday night at acme trying to cast something and you're like oh this is fun. or herald like oh this right. is it is or hard. last night's uh 201 graduate david harris graduation show yeah well, uh, those, yeah. those shows are really hard because i think it's those are it's a big class mm-hmm. and like um, 16 18 so, people yeah and ideally a team is going to be like eight or, or fewer you know yeah and I'd say it's a three to six are usually the best sure and so being on a team is is really fun and also you get to work with these people you get to choose them the ones that you want to be with and and you get you develop a rhythm mm-hmm. and i think uh, that that is it takes a, time it's a huge difference 
Um, and but the UCB program is really great. I went through the whole thing. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. How many levels are there? I did all five levels. There are five levels. Okay. Yeah. He's a fucking Jedi. Yeah. So yeah. Marty, we're in space together. Snickers bar in my no, butt. Oh no! Yes, and <laughs> oh, there are Snickers sorry. bars in space. <laughs> That's not a Snickers bar. <laughs> yes, it is, and no, it's eat. not. <laughs> it's just your hand. Oh, you went to Tamara's <laughs> side school of UCB. No end. But I would say the majority of my acting training, uh, like ninety percent of where I feel I learned about acting, not things like script analysis and subtext and and the tricks of of getting comfortable in the audition room, but the actual fundamentals of acting came from improv training, primarily Second City, which emphasizes less the game and more the sort of the art of being present, listening, and responding honestly to the last thing said, which is exactly what any acting scene is. So when um, when, uh, Bill mentions the game, that's something that UCB really focuses on, and the idea is... Almost exclusively. Yeah, almost exclusively. It's a very mental thing. Like, So when you're in a scene, you're trying to find the the nugget that you can build on top of it's either a pattern or it's just something unu- an unusual circumstance or behaving unusually right. in and, a given circumstance and, and so that becomes you, the thing you focus on and yeah you, you recognize hit. it and then you hit it and then you build 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 and then you call it heightening heightening and then after that you find the next game and uh, and that, that's something that's very exclusive not exclusive but it's a big focus of UCB mm-hmm. and if you see their stuff you, you see it in action and you it's almost exclusively. And but whereas it goes, like goes from game to game. Like Groundlings is all about characters and writing really kind of not interesting sketches, but <laughs> I, 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 it's a fantastic program and it's very very technical and specific and it's that's a great thing to do and I haven't done Second City so I don't know what they do. Second City was very much about actors who improvise. It was very much about that staying grounded, staying real, staying present, not going for jokes, not trying to be funny, not trying to be silly, and just be real honest behavior and finding the humor in that. Um, that's what that's their ethos. Obviously, there's, you know, Captain Jokester shows up in that class too. But um, if, you're, if you're really paying attention and trying to execute what it is they're, they're laying down, that, like, that you'll find that there's scenes that they have more actors, the, the, the best of Second City, they have more actors and, and real actors are engaging on stage no matter what they're doing. Where sometimes some the people who are funnier or more game based or more comedic, unless they're doing something funny, it's like get get, get to the point, get to the point. But you, you can watch a really grounded, well trained actor on stage do very little. Right. So a lot of the second city, uh, they'll get to the game much more slowly. There'll right. be there'll be longer moments there's at the trust, top of the scene. There's trust in incredible the, trust, right. incredible presence, um, and small moments of of space work, which is working with objects that that don't exist and making it seem as if you have something in your hand, the small moments of that that will take a while and a, a bit of back and forth before you find the crazy thing. And I, I, there's, they're both great. By the way, if you want to see David Harris and myself, um, we're in a web series called Teachers. That's T-E-E-T-E-E-C-H-E-R-S.tv. I remember when you shot that. Yeah, that's, that's spelled incorrectly. Yes, exactly. So the comedy no, begins so, so no one can find it? Click on it. No, I just told everybody. It's teachers.tv. Why is it spelled wrong? Because they're bad teachers. But it, you can't call it bad teacher. Because that just got canceled. Did it? Yeah. Oh, it's a well, bloodbath. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, okay, well, I'm, I do, excited. I'm excited. Yeah. I do want to mention two 
icons of American culture who, who recently passed away. H.R. Geiger? First one is H.R. Geiger. And do you want did to, I call it? You did. Really? He's yeah. not American. No, but he's... He's from Switzerland. Swiss, Swiss, but okay. he's part of American culture. Now, I have never he's gotten... an icon of American culture. I have never gotten a definitive answer on this. Maybe the internet knows. Is it Geiger or Giger? Oh, I don't know. Let's just call it Geiger. Okay, Geiger. Did so, he invent the Geiger counter? Yeah, he did. No. Well, no, then it's got to be Geiger. Uh, he he did a bunch of... Uh, he's Surely a, it'd be the Giger counter. He's a sort of uh, organic, sort of futurist uh, illustrator who did... You might uh, recognize him from the Emerson, Lake, and Palmer oh, album yes. cover. A small yeah. indie film in the 70s called Alien. He designed the Alien. Yes, he did. Oh, shit. Was he the guy who was just in um, Jodorowsky's Dune? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was, I just saw yes. that film, and I loved him. I didn't know he yes. passed away. He yeah, died. He just died. Like yeah. an hour ago. Ah, and he, oh, um, that's disappointing. Yeah, he did a bunch of albums. Uh, yeah, he designed. He was shot alien. by the guy that shot Trayvon Martin. Though that's that that's it's, that's coming out. That is true. He was wearing a hoodie. Yeah, in Central Florida. And so you must. He see also Jodorowsky's doing. He did uh, the penis landscape, which is a famous penis landscape. He did a bunch <laughs> of penises going into vaginas and Jello Biafra. I never got the quite. That one uh, I definitely don't know how to pronounce. Yeah, Biafra is it Jello or Jello? You know what? He, they asked him what flavor Jello he was. What smog? No, he's yeah. he's hilarious. Yeah, San Francisco punk rock. So he put that in one of their albums. Frank and Frank and yes. Look, I was about to say that. Oh, sorry. And he went to trial for obscenity, obscenity and child or something, something, something. I remember it as a as a kid, but it was a big free speech thing. And you look at the poster, and it is fucking gross. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's just a it's just a landscape of gross gray alien looking penises going into gross vaginas with little bumps all over them. But he put it in an album and they sold the album at stores. Yeah. And they said, Kids are looking at this and uh whatever Republican senator at the time <laughs> went bananas and it was a a big I believe it went to trial. Yeah, yeah. He was sued. Yeah. Um he said Yeah. Sued or something. Yes. Yeah. Uh I could read the article, but nah, it's too it's long. Right. Yeah, re um, research on your own time. And there was another notorious uh, event where when James Cameron made Aliens, uh, the sequel to Alien, yes. he did not consult H.R. Geiger. I am alone in this, but I have some recent perspective. Aliens is wildly over overrated. Wildly, wildly overrated. I can't say I've seen it since its hype. I remember seeing it, and it, it also was the first movie that had cameras on people's heads, because that was the future, which is now the present. And it was awesome. Some of the alien scenes are shot on video while the actors are running around screaming. And, and at the time, it was ahead of its time. It was, it, it was an exhilarating experience. Yes, but I rewatched it. it. I went through all of the aliens with yeah, yeah. Lance Mountain. Oh. Alien is a perfect film. Yeah. Aliens... There's a couple of well, you there's a couple of plot holes. There's, there's a couple a, of wait. I, why would she go back to the when <laughs> she knows that the company's been, and you can say that about every James Cameron film. There's no. I've never James been the film. biggest James Cameron. Oh, no, he sucks. But anyway, but but, but he's but, a visionary though. I think he does amazing things. Like yes, like he knows how to viscerally and he knows how to cast Paul Reiser as the bad guy. When they're like, "You're the man. You set us up," and he goes. 
that is so nuts. And I'm like, are we in, are we in a scene from Diner? I actually I asked him to say that once. I was on a, a, a lot somewhere. And he's like, we're stage 12. And I say, I'll tell you if you do, the, that's so nuts from Alien. And he went, no. And I said, well, fuck off. And I walked away. <laughs> that is so nuts. And, and also... And it's like these little things just waiting in my mind. Like I'm going to get to Hollywood, and I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to. That make, is. I mean, they lay it all out. You know, you you fucked us. You you want to kill us all and bring the alien home for your evil corporate purposes. And he goes, "That is so nuts. It was so. It's the worst line read. And also, that movie has Bill Paxton, who is playing panicky idiot number one, chewing on like ham, a ham giant ham sandwich. Game over, man. And he goes Which from is great. they it, the first act of the movie is they are just badasses just saying the most ridiculous macho you know right. came here to kick ass and take names man yep. and then one event and and he is a complete quivering right pansy i love that we got him your asses handed to us man it is so, he's so bad I, I, I he's like so that. terrible in it and it, it it does not make any sense so that's a big yeah, go ahead, attack me, internet. But I, I, and I know one of the people in the movie, and it's uh, it's weird being around her because I'm like Rachel Ticketon, Jeanette Goldstein. Oh yeah, she, she plays the, the feisty Latino woman, right? Which is apparently they did not have Latinos in the '80s who could act. They, she's like three feet tall, freckles, red hair, and I, I'm like, I met her. And she's she's like, the Michelle Rodriguez of her day. I, uh, the the no, she's the topol of her day. I like like <laughs> I, it's just I'm like. You were in Aliens? And I'm like, who the fuck was in Aliens? You're not Sigourney Weaver. You're not the little girl, because she's... Wait, you were that butch, yeah. Latino badass? Doing, doing the pull-up uh, Yeah, doing pull-ups and just... And I'm like, oh, that's when I went, oh, they use makeup in movies. That's right. <laughs> they spray on a little Latino on yeah, her. Yeah, like tan face. Yeah, she's yeah. in all... She's, she's friends with Cameron. She's in all his movies. She's oh. in uh, Terminator 2. She's, she turns into uh, the Terminator and right. her arm shoots out and goes through a thing of milk and kills oh, yeah, the other. Right. Like, Remember that's that. her. Yeah. And she's in Titanic and whatever. But um, so why were we talking about aliens? Geiger. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing so, artist. So then. And James great did. talking head in Jodorowsky's Dune. You must okay. see it. Good. Uh, his voice is, it seems like he's on, it would be a good Kruger. So James Cameron did send a letter to. H.R. Uh, Geiger apologizing for not including him in hmm. Aliens and said, I offer this. He, he gives a whole list of th- reasons why, and then he apologizes profusely for abduct- abducting his firstborn. Uh, and then he says, I hope we can collaborate in the future. Very, very nice thing because the most scared I've ever been in my en- entire life. I was in college and I went to a uh, a comic book museum in Northampton. Oh, that's pretty frightening. <laughs> well, the the oh, nerds were just the the sound of the clacking. Uh, uh, one of the things you put in your mouth retainers. Your retainers was overwhelming. But I was stoned out of my mind, and I came around a corner, and there was a life size alien. I oh mean, wow! It's like six feet high, oh. and you don't when you stand there and look at it. It was a you know a model of what they used in the movies. It is a genius piece of it's got exhaust tubes in the back there's nothing that comes like that is so iconic and so just uh, creepy creepy and and, tactile resonant and just like oh that that was a great great alien but as a stoned 19 year old i was like oh i get it he's taking organic and mechanical and fusing them because part of it looks like a car this alien like Mm -hmm. it it, it has the sense of a machine It it was so great so go to that museum in northampton massachusetts so the other... Well, who else died? Herb Lotman. 
Oh, Herb. Who's Herb Lotman? Well, I'm glad you asked. Okay. He Look will- at us. The improv training is just <laughs> it's coming in handy. He, uh, he was one of the inventors of the Chicken McNugget. Wait, plural? Uh, well, because, you know, there's a team of... A team of people food to, scientists to, to fry to, chicken to with bread and small pieces of chicken? No, oh, but yeah. it's not just... Like, that was in, sort of invented maybe in 64. There's this, George, George Washington Carver. There's this, no, there's uh, this guy in Cornell who, invent, who supposedly invented it. But, Cornell? Um, yeah, because they're big food, food and... Ivy, Ivy League? Yeah, well, it's a state school, too. Um, Is it? Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not a state school. Sure it is. Is it? Yeah. It's an Ivy League state school? I believe so. No. All right. Someone need to look that up for me. But he invented the uh, Chicken McNugget, which came out in like 1980, 1981, something like that. And, but it, it, it was remarkable because it was a way to take, like, you have the, you just strip off the, the, the thighs, you strip off the wings, you st- strip off the breast, and you still got meat on this thing. So then they invented these ways to just whip, like, send it through, like, wire brushes where it just rips off all the rest of the flesh off of the, uh, off of the chicken carcass. And then you mix it in with some binders and chemicals and... Mm, I'm getting hungry. Yeah, and fillers. Mm. And then you reform it in a little patty yeah. and you dip it in breadcrumbs and deep fry it. And so you have this new, uh, this this new source of revenue from uh, as previ- what previously went to dog food, like the American Indian, they use we use all of the disgusting chicken. Right, the Indians would have approved of the chicken McNugget. Uh, Bold statement. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, use the whole thing. Unfortunately, honor the, the animal. There's use no- the whole thing, but don't add all the other shit. And also, don't kill us all and run us off our yeah. land. Yeah. Other than that, they <laughs> the top things they want to approve. Yeah, but it it is uh, so we have that to to thank. To be thankful for. Thank you, Herb Lottman. He also created a, a system for making McDonald's burgers. You know, he's a, he's a, a genius in the in the food fast food. He uh, brought industry. about the beginning of the end. Yeah, I have to th- him to thank for the obesity problem, the uh, swallowing medical he was costs. Not a skinny man. The, uh, no, I talked. A friend of mine directed a Burger King commercial last week, and we were just shooting the shit. And um, I cannot remember the last time that I've eaten at a Burger King. We're not sponsored by Burger King. It's not like a Burger King ad at the top. No. Of this. Okay, good. No. And I remember their business model was there was an established chain called McDonald's. Wherever there's a McDonald's, we'll just build a Burger King. Right. People will and we'll throw money at advertising, which is what they're doing. They don't. Right. He was telling me they had they were using it in a hidden camera. I don't know whatever, but they had a woman making perfect whoppers. I don't know what their what their burger is. You do. Like, is it a Whopper? I I I I'm not being it's a snob. The home of the Whopper. I eat shit food, but I just don't. I live in a place where I can get it from a truck and have a, <laughs> have a Korean guy somehow fuse it with five other styles of food. But he was like, he was eating them all day. And they're like, they're fucking horrible. And I was like, yeah, they really are awful, awful burgers. But um, they sort of know. You know, he's talking to the executives. Like, yeah, they know they suck, and this is. Right out of like a madman, like they just spend money on advertising, and then just stupid people go. Well, we could cross the road to McDonald's, or <laughs> right. we're already here on this side of the interstate. Might as well just go here. Right? It's crazy. I yeah, I, I've not been to Burger King or McDonald's in years. I was at a McDonald's recently. Yeah, coming back from Mammoth, there's a mountain where you snowboard and ski, and then you come. It's six hours, so you stop mm. coming home. And it was one of those places where you just pull over, and it's everyone coming 
Right. It's just nothing. Everyone's in snow boots or... Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just a town that has a bunch of fast food places and you just get back on the road. Right. Which must be fun to live in. Just like, Uh, oh, we're just a... What are you going to do after high school? What do you think? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I I hadn't been in a McDonald's in forever. And it's all high tech now. The screens are... uh, Really? LED panels and... It's it's it was fascinating, but uh, Lance Mountain wisely just ordered a double cheese or a cheeseburger, which they they've been making and it's good. I ordered some sort of high end sirloin Angus something you know with it, and it, it was so fucked up. Like the cheese wasn't melted, the bun was cold, uh, the burger was way overcooked, and I, I thought their whole thing was was consistency. But I guess when you're in the middle of nowhere and there's like a line out the door, right? Fuck it. Um, Jonah asks, which are better, McDonald's Nuggets or Chick-fil-A? Uh, I've oh, all, oh, Chick-fil-A all the way. Yeah, I've never yeah. had Chick-fil-A. And why? why? Because you love gay people? I don't know where Chick-fil-A is. There's no, oh, there's we'll, not we'll go. There. We'll get you out there. I haven't, had, I haven't had it recently, but I remember the Chick-fil-A at the Beachwood Mall was always sort of like the, the emerald in the crown of uh, Cleveland fast food for high school nice. kids. Um, I used to love Chicken McNuggets. I could just, when I was a Teenager just polish off at twenty. A twenty, piece. yeah, yeah. That's just, just the like, shame. Tom, 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 tom. No, this is great. Kentucky Fried Chicken in the nineties or something. They made um, like basically what are called sliders now, but it was a little patty of chicken right. on, on a on a bun with some awful sauce. And I remember being this is a, a lot of stone stories, but I was <laughs> stoned out of my mind like that. High school, like, I, I don't think I can walk. We got to get some food, and we went in there. And they're like thirty nine cents, and I ordered like fifty. <laughs> And ate them and then went back and go, can I have another 20? And the woman, I'll never forget her screaming to the back of the room like, we got some high people here. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm so busted. I'm so busted. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it, the funny thing is, having come back, coming back from, from China recently, they have great penetration of McDonald's. They're everywhere. Really? They have no Burger King. They have, they have McDonald's and Kentucky Fried Chicken. No Burger King. And I asked a, a Beijinger. What? Where's the Burger King? And they said they didn't adopt some of the local cuisine into their menu, which McDonald's did. Huh. Noodles, rice dishes, right? Um, Just like in at the German McDonald's, you can get beer. Yeah, yeah. and I've 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 never eaten a McDonald's around the world, but I've I've been the one in Paris. I've been the one in Rome. I just I just want to see you know our disgusting culture and how its how tent- it's tentacles have wrapped itself around the world. Burger King said, "No, we we make burgers, and this is this is what we do." And they opened it, and Chinese people went, mm, "No, mm. it's very interesting." By the way, I think uh, I believe that chicken McNuggets are now made all with white white meat, and I think that they're whole chicken. I but I'm mean, there's really still, what still about that pink paste thing? Oh, that that goes into the burgers. Um, mm, was, yummy! But they, they, I think they've eliminated that though too. But they'll figure out a way to repurpose that. So that's that doesn't like that when people complain about the McNuggets being like re, like just ground together. What do you think a hot dog is? Or ever hamburger? Yeah, I mean they're all basically ground up meat parts that are sort of. Now you would you it. would know this, Marty, because you're a foodie. Now the supermarket there's hamburger and ground beef. Those are two different distinctions. Well, no, no. I mean, okay. like the U.S. the USDA defines one as. Whatever's just laying around, <laughs> and the other has to be a certain amount of this, a certain amount of that. Which, okay. I, which, if someone knows the answer, it would be a helpful tip because you should not buy one of them because one of them is just oh, here's all this meat that we had left over from our cuts. 
grind it up and it doesn't it's it can be bad things or it can even be like filet mignon you you, you have no idea what you're getting yeah, he's looking it up yeah so uh, somebody looked that up ground beef is uh fresher frozen without seasonings and ca- it cannot contain added fat okay and so hamburger can um have added fat to it up to 30 percent okay Ooh. and um it's a high percentile of fat yeah so uh you get more ground beef is is uh is more beef right but, but hamburger but like in a most good burger joints they will uh, mix in fat there because fat is flavor Right, but you should do it at home. You should. Well, you shouldn't. In. You shouldn't buy ground meat. Well, yeah, that's the yes. Yeah, I would never do that. Yeah. Oh, and some they, of our listeners might be busy. They don't have time. They're sure. They're manning the grill, grilling the man. They don't have time to grind their own meat. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's the big. So what's the takeaway? We should be doing what? Grind your own meat. Hunt your own fucking bison up there in Canada. Whoever's listening to this, and kill it and grind it, and don't eat McNuggets. And um, if you can get to a Chick Fil A, I know the owner. Doesn't like gay marriage, which he said. Did he say publicly? Did he pull a non-Sterling? Oh my God, I, I don't know. Uh, no, I, I, I don't. I don't know actually. I think it was just about. Oh no, he gave donations. money donation to a yeah. Yes, yes. And, and, and if you know anyone who's a Mormon, they helped kill Prop Eight in California too. Right. So they're all. You're, you're all culpable. Uh, did you guys watch the Anderson Cooper interview last night? No, I was listening to some clips this morning. Oh, you were listening to you were sitting in your car quite late. Come in. No, I was editing until way too late, so I I could not get up on time. Uh, But I was listening to some sports talk radio on the drive-in. Yeah, that guy. Can he? But it's not sports. Why does he not have a? This has. This has. Yeah, but it's clearly on sports talk radio because it's a major, major story. Well, the major story was their comeback on Sunday, which was awesome. That was incredible. But uh, an old. Jew racist guy, and I can say that because I'm old and Jewish and a racist. <laughs> He's one of my people. It's like this is non-event. Let's move on. So he doesn't like black people. Okay. The big story is who the fuck recorded him? He re- or was he on her podcast? No, no. He recorded. He he wanted all his conversations. I understand. Recorded. She's his archivist, which is code for she blows me, and then in the, my my in in the moments afterwards, I give her some wise advice about my life or talk about my uh, childhood and she records it. Right. Yeah. But um, I've been an archivist before you have. Yes. I didn't know that. that like, yeah, that's an LA archivist. I mean, look at her like an ar- archivist is some like librarian who shows up and, you know, types what, what you, you spout out. She is, uh, whatever. Uh, but she call herself his right hand, right, right hand, right man, man, hand, man. Yeah. Archivist. Mm, no. Uh, who gets... Philatrix, f- f- maybe. Who gets slash Philatrix. Who gets two Ferraris as yeah. part of her deal. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, my guess is that some... They was, he was, I, I don't know. Well, we don't know, but... Somebody that rich should somebody, know enough to hire a publicist, and that publicist should know enough to say, don't go on Anderson Cooper. You're just going to say a bunch more racist bullshit and make yourself look like a fucking idiot. For those of you who, you who don't know, he maligned magic johnson magic johnson he i mean what kind of a why are we praising him he has when he had some aids he had sex with women in every city and what has he ever done for the black community what does he care about black people it's like dude do your fucking research first of all it's not called some aids 
It's a lot of AIDS. Yeah. Second of all, every athlete went to every city and slept with every woman. Some of them, some of them raped them too. Yeah, exactly. here, here in LA. And Magic Johnson's donate. He's got the Magic Johnson Foundation. He donates millions and millions of dollars to the black community and to um, and he does scholarships. Have AIDS. He has right. He's HIV. Yeah, positive. Yeah. Are you? Positive? And anybody who anybody who hires a fuck toy to record his his musings has no right to criticize a professional athlete for sleeping around. Like you're you're estranged from your wife, and and because of your money, you have really strange looking young women she's hot uh, from certain angles and then other angles she looks like a cartoon character. i've not seen the angles from which she's hot so, yeah, it's all right this yeah it's okay when you i mean when have you seen eight, his wife yeah she's a fucking goblin i mean she <laughs> well, sleeps upside down but, from her tail but they're both in like uh, he's uh, disgusting too octogenarians like. and it's but the bigger story the real takeaway is he's 85 Ish, uh, something like that. Okay, one eighty-five. That's now. When I was a kid, my grandfather was eighty-five. He looked like an eighty-five-year-old. This part of the the center of Donald Sterling's face is an eighty-five-year-old. The rest of it is dyed and this and that. <laughs> it's like you the the drapes and curtains don't match. Drapes and yeah. something. Is that, uh, is that a phrase? Sure. What's with the brown hair? You're eight. <laughs> no eighty-five-year-old has brown hair. Just like let it go gray a little bit. Just just look the part a tiny bit. You know, I, it's I'm just looking at him and he's wearing all this weird makeup and he's all this weird surgery. It just annoys me. Paul McCartney too. Like you're 70, you do not have brown hair. Mm-hmm. I'm not stupid, buddy. I we know you dye it. So just do the you know you have the money. Have someone dye a couple of strands, then have some gray, like salt and pepper, and just look the part. But I understand Paul McCartney because he's, uh, you know, a, a teen idol still. But Donald Sterling is just, his his role is old, cranky Jew. Just look like one. Be one. Be one. Own it, fucker. Well, but if if you're looking for young... I'm sorry, I'm very angry. I'm just, I look at his hair and I have to turn the TV if on. If you're looking for young, hot y- Yes, you, you know what? They're going to be attracted to your money, yes, not it, the color of your it's, hair. Go to the ATM, stick your card in, right. say, just balance and show it to her, and she will fillet you and drop a digit right there on fucking Wilshire Boulevard. Oh, I have $12 million in my checking. Okay, we're good. But when you're walking down the street, you want you don't want to necessarily look like... I think it would be more awesome. Would be like, look how awful I look, and I still get laid. That would. I, right. I, I'm just right. when I'm 85, I will have. I will look like Bruce Dern in Nebraska, <laughs> just wispy white fucking hair, like cotton candy, and just spots all over me. You got look the part, own it. Uh, speaking now, of- women, n- complete opposite. Just <laughs> dye your hair, never look old. It's a double standard. <laughs> right, I realize right. until I'm done with you, no. and then I go to the next one. Right? I like, I like when I saw a woman the other day on a hike, and she had full gray hair, youngish woman, and I was like, she's kind of hot. I kind of like that she isn't trying to look twenty-one. Right? Yeah, there's I, something attractive about a lack of desperation. It's just she owns it. She knows who she is. And I'm like, and she's not wearing a ton of makeup. That's the other thing. When you're 50 and you are, you know, Ronald McDonald makeup every morning, like, I know there's a goblin underneath there. I, this is not fooling anyone. I know it's a misdirect, but I don't know. Just, I know we're, we're really hitting the, the <laughs> kernel of the issue here, which is a racist said some shit about black people. And now the Clippers are probably going to win the, the NBA championship. I hope pissed. so. That would be awesome. But I, I'm just confused about the recording and how it got out and if he knew he was being recorded. Well, he definitely knew he was being recorded because he asked for, the, according to, 
to news reports. He asked that all his conversations would be recorded in case he forgot. Uh, he forgot he, he was a racist. No, in case he forgot. Bad. Wait, who do I hate? You White know, people? Because he thought Chinese like, people. oh, black people. That's right. Thought, like, if Nixon taped everything, why shouldn't I tape? And everything? look how that worked out for him. <laughs> well, he just got. A, he didn't get to the tapes in time quickly enough. But I, I imagine it's either somebody looking out who wanted to embarrass him or was blackmailing him. Right. Of course. Yes. I'm obviously that's obvious. But the question is was was she blackmailing? And him? we should be shamed because he's done horrible things. He owns a bunch of shitty apartments all over LA that have made him a billionaire. And he won't rent to black people, he won't rent to Latinos. He should be in court right now. And I think he was. He's in he some was, sort of yeah. civil case. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what everyone should be mad about. An old Jewish guy going, don't hang out with the Schwarzes. That's not fucking news. Old Jews don't like black people. Next story. Right. What else you got? Joke well, over. Joke over. So, oh, he'd love of, my character. Speaking of strange-looking women, um, the Eurovision contest just went on. Are you familiar yes, with Eurovision? Yes. Uh, every year I watch it. Katrina so, and the Waves won. won uh, and ABBA won, won mm-hmm. uh, that yes. as well. So this is the, for those Americans who don't know what this is, this is a big, huge uh, um, competition in, this is pre-American Idol. Uh, they, uh, countries have put up a singer or a band or a musical act to represent their country, and then they go through this big rigmarole, and then one person gets crowned Eurovision. Uh, and they're always terrible. ABBA? The song that they got crowned for was terrible. Uh, what was it? I don't remember. I just remember this was not representative of the catalog. Yeah, it, but there... A lot the, of, the Smiths won one year? No, they didn't. <laughs> uh, a lot of spectacle goes hand-in-hand hand with it, and so you get people doing performing on stilts and whatnot. Yes. And so this year, it was won by an, uh, an Austrian performer. Ah. Um, yeah. So, so Conchita Verst. Uh, oh, oh, she sounds lovely. Uh, let me play a little bit of her. Uh, just so you get a sense. You know oh, it's very Bond theme. Yeah, it does sound like a Bond theme. So, congratulations to Conchita. She's got a very deep voice. Well, she's got a timber in it. Um, very smoky. Right I'd have here. believed it was a man if I didn't know. <laughs> y- you would have. Yeah. Oh, did, if you so, just played me that track and said this man just won Eurovision, I go, oh, good yeah. for him. So uh, she won, and uh, what did he get? He won. He won. Well, I don't know how she identifies. Uh, I'm assuming. Go she, on Facebook and see one of the fifty things they can choose. Yeah. She so she she's a, a very uh, thin and elegant woman uh, with a he. full beard. No, it's how with a what? A full beard. Here, I'll show you. A, it's a, a man. No, it's a, it's some, it's a, she's in drag. But if she identifies, a man dressed as a, no, if she identifies as a woman, then she's a woman. See, I just thought it was an Armenian woman because they, they, they can. I've seen a couple beards walking around Glendale like yeah, that. She basically looks like my a, apologies to the Armenians. She looks like a, a Kardashian with a Christ beard. Basically, it's like Kim Kardashian, but before they went and did that sugaring thing that gets rid of their upper oh lip thing. God, I'm gonna say that's asshole. not a good look. I, I love it. Oh, I think, it's awesome. I think it's incredibly bold. because It I is want, incredibly bold. I want to fuck it, yeah. and then I want to hang out with it. <laughs> yeah, Which exactly. is per- perfect. I want to go I, shoot guns, and, and then I want to be jealous and then that I, I can't eat it grow out. a beard like that. 
Yeah, and I think it's fantastic because it's it makes people question what gender is and what what glamour I, is. More women should grow beards if they could. And it also says it flies in the face of because uh, I think I don't a, think any of that is contrary to what I said. There was a big Russian. I um, still don't think it's a good look, <laughs> and I think all of those things are true. Yes, uh, I I think it looks good. Um, so congratulations, Conchita. Well won. And there was another big. What do you What do you get though when you win your like? If we, if the three of us won Eurovision, what would we have today in this room that we wouldn't have had the day before? Um, I don't know. A sense I, of accomplishment. I, I imagine that is there a, is a trophy of some description. Is I'm there, sure there's a trophy, but is there some sort of? Do you get it? Are you crowned Eurovision king or queen, or in this guy's case, both for a year? And you get to do certain things because of what's the... They host the the show the next year. Uh, Oh, do they? That's what Darren said, but he's the internet, so I believe him. Whatever he says is the truth. (laughs) And I'm sure there's some sort of recording thing. I mean, you're a celebrity. Yeah, you get the exposure, but I'm wondering what the actual Eurovision committee hands to you when you win. Oh, I don't know. Um, But Good for him or her. Yeah. Good for it. Again, I don't know. Uh, However... Here, uh, Conchita identifies. I'm happy to. Uh, if to... it has a penis, it's a man. No, my... it's not. No, I, if you identify in my world, well, if she came in my, if he, uh, he got me saying it. See, uh, all right, there it is. Damn you, damn you, liberals. Yeah, I, I think I don't care. <laughs> I'm not going to force my beliefs on somebody else. But uh, so if they, however they identify, I'm fine with it. I don't give a shit what what what's what junk is in their trunk. But you had not heard of this before. This well, sc- here's a sc- scandal. I've never seen a bearded transgender. No, person. this Univision. U- oh, no, no, uh, Eurovision. I, I, yeah, I knew about Eurovision. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. I'd never heard of it. Yeah. I knew about it, but I was only from living in Europe. Here's a question, and this is this is honest. Um, say you had two two people in this exact same situation. Um, from the outside, looks very feminine, has a beard. Uh, let's just say both of them have penises. One of them identifies as a woman, and the other identifies as a man. Everything about them is exactly the same. From appearances, it's just their decision of which to identify with. So then, how do you define gender? I by just by choice? Yeah, yeah. I I just don't think it's that complicated. It's like so I can say I'm a woman, and then I can go to the public library and go in the woman's bathroom and hang out. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, there, here's uh, no, no, no. Here's where we get to, uh, to some uh, difficult uh, things. But that I also don't think. N- no, like, at that point you just don't. I think the police would at that point would, you don't want to speak with at me. At that point you don't need. I don't think you should have gendered. If I want to make 70 cents on the dollar, can I apply for a job as a woman? No. But see, so, Bill, to, to what you're saying... Or can a woman say, no, I'd Bill, like to be to paid more. Saying, I would I want, say I want to be paid that as a man. it's not a, a choice. Like, don't you fucking touch my mic. He's about to turn me down. He's about to turn you down. <laughs> uh, don't but, take the comedy out of the comedy podcast. But... Oh, but it wasn't comedy. Um, the seventy cents on a dollar is, gag. This, was isn't, this yeah, isn't a podcast. No, we got that. We got that already. This is a cry so for help. It's a. It's not a decision that they make. It's however you identify. It's like it's an internal, internal uh, identification. You don't say today I'm going to choose to be a woman. You just you just either feel like a woman or you don't. So over the course of a week, that can change. Sure, not legally. Not legally. Because yeah. a woman could just say, I'm a man, and we're getting married, and right. I, I'm in a, in a state that doesn't have gay marriage. Right. And, and, and there, of course there are issues about... Oh, that's a good plot of, a, mm-hmm. of, a, of about, an indie movie there. Uh, sure is. Like okay. there was Someone a, write that down. There was a case in Maine of a, of a kid who was transgendered, and, um, 
and whether he whether she could use the girl's restroom or mm-hmm. not and eventually she was uh, granted access to it but and you think you think there shouldn't be gender-based restrooms i i, I, don't, I don't like that because sometimes i fart a lot or have diarrhea or i'm loud and right. i don't wouldn't want to be sitting in a stall next to a woman i'm very ally McBeal, so uh, they had chirp. I don't think it, chirp, chirp. Yeah. Hey, actually, where's the chirp sound didn't effect? They, didn't chirp, they have chirp. a? Uh, I, I, an, what, I, what's an Ally McBeal? Yeah. What planet are you from? I actually never saw the show, but I, from what I understand, they had a one bathroom. I'm not into that at all. Right. I did not know girls farted until I was 16. I think I had a girlfriend, and her friend just cut one, and I, I looked at her like, <laughs> I just didn't understand. I just thought it was a guy thing because I hung out with guys, and I went, "You fart," and she was. Very embarrassed, as you can imagine. Yeah. But now that I live with someone, and you get on in years, your your uh, digestive tract kind of slows down and changes. And um, the woman I live with farts quite a bit. Yeah, and she doesn't hold back. Doesn't hold back. And it's it's the more comfortable you are with someone, the more. And I never fart, never. It, it, it's it's not. It's also because I don't I don't fart. I just that's I have an iron stomach. And when but when I do that, once a month. It's fucking horrifying. It's just, so I, I always go to the next room or hopefully across the street and, and cut one. But um, you sleep in bed with, well, Marty, other people sleep in bed with uh, members of the opposite sex, not, little, not five dogs. A little guy burrows under the covers. I, it's I know. so cute. But um, Lance Mountain just cut one the other morning in bed. I was just like, are you fu-? like, like a, you know, like, like an audible. And I, I keep, and this is, she said something that I've heard over and over and over, roommates and whatever. It's just air. That's not it true. It's just air. It's not air. It's methane gas. No, yeah, it's, I understand, it's but they're, of, they're like, it's nah. mostly air. But I had a roommate who would just sit in the TV room with us and he just, and I'm like, dude, like, I'm fucking right here. And he's like, it's just air. And I said, if it's just air, if you have lungs down there, I'm going to put you upside down in a barrel. Filled with water and breathe out of your fucking asshole. See, that's what I think about when I'm in an airplane. As like as you go up, like gas expands and it starts coming. You like everybody's farting, and the only thing I think about is I'm inhaling 300 people's farts right now. Yeah, that's all I think about. She's just like, oh, well, we're under the covers, and I'm like, there are fart particles, which is particles, particles, fart particles is my new band name for sure. But they're they're coming at me. Don't fart in bed, especially in a spoon position. I mean, I'm Ugh, like in the line of, in the line of fire. She's, you know, I can't, I, I can't help it. Do you fart around your your partner? Um, it's been discussed more than it's actually been done. And how we're is it, trying how do you to we're it? trying to lighten the mood so that we know that we're both free to be comfortable. We've so both made like, hey, we both made you, ourselves you, sick. You can fart you can in fart. early weekends when we were traveling together. We both made ourselves sick by not farting and going to the bathroom as often as we would if we had been alone. And we don't want to be. Sick, sick. So we're we've, we're saying let let it fly, go nuts, go just bananas, just be comfortable. Yet. It's um, I, I have <laughs> no. It's like you first, right? Yeah, you first. The thing is on three. The One, thing is two. <laughs> I said three. <laughs> three. <laughs> oh, I shit myself. Get the, uh, the, get the wet ones. The bathroom is right by the bedroom. There's not. There's nowhere to hide, and it's a relatively small house. A lot of times when we spend weekends together, so there's no. There's there's nowhere to hide. Um, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to just say, dog will hunt, man will fart, and just go for it. But I'm not quite there yet. It, it, but do you uh, pee in front of her? 
Yeah. Yeah, we don't we don't do that. That's weird. I mean, I don't leave the door open intentionally when I'm going to the bed. Oh no, no, like I'm Honey, just like I'm right. I have her hold a bucket in bed and I stand <laughs> over and go <laughs> No, I mean, it's just, that's her weird, like, I, I, don't pee in front of me. I'm like, okay, but you fart on me. Like, you're fucking a skunk spraying me. It's just gross. I think that, uh, I, I don't have a problem peeing with in front of somebody, but pooping is my time. Yeah, that's the thing. I like privacy. I like, uh, I don't want to be thinking about anything else, except whatever magazine I happen to be reading. Magazine. And the fact so, that it's the top of the hour, and you're listening to the Smod Coast Morning Show on the Smodcast Internet. Radio networks. So back to uh, campaign finance. Here we go. We, we took a hard left. No, I was in someone else's house, and they have the iPad in the bathroom too, and they had clearly. Whoa, just, that was real. That was almost as late as I was this morning. I don't know what the, I I didn't press any buttons. That just happened naturally. But I've seen pictures on like Reddit of people, and they take a picture of their their the top of their legs, and they they're both got these red spots, and they're like, oh, it just went to the bathroom, and I realize they're sitting elbows on their top of their knees reading an ipad and i'm like i do that like it's it, and it was at someone's house and they had just taken a shit i could tell and their ipad was there and hey, i was can like I borrow your ipad no i didn't touch it I, I got some tongs and i moved to the other room but i thought yeah five years ago i could just shit i would go to the bathroom i don't i'm not a reader i also i'm you're learning too much about my digestive tract i just wake up and i go to the bathroom and, it, and i'm done i don't i don't it's That's great. Uh, aloe vera juice. Oh, I recommend it to that. everyone. Just I never push. I also had hemorrhoids when I was younger, so I learned <laughs> to not push. But um, I now take an iPad in there, and it's like a twenty-minute business meeting, and I'm like sending emails and reading stuff. I mean, it's a whole. Why is that funny? I just, we've spent a long time talking about farting and pooping just now. But well, continue, continue. You start at that high, high. You know that high watermark of finance campaign finance reform. Somebody wants to hear the fart and dick jokes. <laughs> See, I mean, this, I, is, uh, this is the good stuff. I am a reader. I wouldn't. I don't normally take a book in with me. What I like to do is I have my yeah. alumni magazines and my entertainment weeklies and my Emmy magazines and my uh, uh, what's the AAA Westways. Oh, I thought you said you, you take your Emmy. Your ta- I take my I Emmy, take my Emmy with me. Yeah, <laughs> take my lifetime achievement uh, award uh, from all the stuff that I'm not going to read any other time. That's what's sitting in the bathroom. Yes, because that's this. I figured this is me time, and this is this is frivolous time. I can I I, I don't have to feel guilty about reading an article about Spider Man Two, even though I don't give a shit. I'm not going to go see it. I don't give a shit while I'm giving. Right. A shit. <laughs> I just I the iPad just I just read magazine articles and I catch up and I eh, check my stocks while I'm just dumping a load. And then it's fucking how awesome. how careful are you with the iPad when you're switching hands to wipe your ass? Oh, I have an app that does that. Okay, I don't wipe my eyes. It comes out. It comes out perfectly, like a like a Christmas ham, <laughs> plops right out. A, a Christmas ham coming out of what? I I hope no one's eating breakfast now. As soon as I do that, I jump in the shower. I just go. I have to be clean. I'm a weird. <laughs> for for such a slob, that's the one part. She's like, "Why are you showering in the middle of the day?" I just went to the bathroom. And I just, I, so every time you take a poop, you have to every take a time. I, I literally huh. have left work, and I'm like, "I got to go home. I have to take a shower." Oh my god! But that's why I've trained so myself. Weird. You want to know why? You probably don't. No, I definitely do. At 19, I got a hemorrhoid, uh, which is very young to get a hemorrhoid. I was in Massachusetts building a skateboard ramp freezing cold and i flew to florida to be in some contests so i went from icy cold to ridiculously hot and then my ass just went i don't like this and we all have them they're varicose veins going through your your anus but, 
and sometimes they get uh what's the word i'm looking for inflamed inflamed so this little tongue just pops itself out i didn't even know what it was i was rubbing it and like what is like i I thought my fucking you know pancreas was just leaving my body uh bought some of the wonderful creams and stuff and then researched it preparation h Yes, uh, or or the uh, tux medicated or the, or the I can't believe. Okay, let's, the, the, let's get through this. Ralph's okay. brand keep, keep uh, off market, which is one of the most embarrassing. At nineteen, to just put fucking cream down, and these cream, the, the thing has a little um, attachment where you shove it up your ass, and it's got little holes in it. You squirt it All into right. it. Keep going, and then just work through it. Just and then I I actually had got to the point where I had to use. Um, oh my god. Suppositories, which look like I know, there's just they're just like inserted rectum, and I'm like I've never this is I know how to take a pill because I've done this a thousand times. I've never ever inserted anything into my rectum, and it looks like a little bullet. It's shaped like something darn, that would go into there. And, darn near killed him. Yeah. Um. So it got so bad, and I met a guy who had tubal ligation, where they actually wrap tubes around it and it explodes, and then they <laughs> sew it up. And I'm like, Fuck. nah. I, I, you know what? I'm, it's it's really about diet and really about eating right and having a healthy, productive bowel movement and not pushing. And so I got on track. And See, words I'm live, 20 it, years strong. This I've not, is your takeaway, people. This is and wiping. Learn one it, wiping thing. inflames it. I mean, I, I clean it with something, but wiping is is you know. Well, Tyson said that he discussed farting on his first date with his wife, and it's now ten years. So congratulations! Now they just shit on each other. There's <laughs> right, like that, right. if that's if that's the first date, what's ten years in? Yeah, it's... ten flatulent years. <laughs> uh, the other big news in trans, uh, or not, uh, in gender <laughs> politics was uh, in the NFL draft in the seventh round. Mm-hmm. Michael Sam got drafted by. Uh, this is the National Football League, American Football. He was pick, uh, pick up the ball football. Pick up the not, ball not football. kick football. Right, and the the uh, uh, what was it? Where is he from? Missouri, Mississippi State. Uh, One of the so gay he states. Went to St. Louis Rams. But I don't right, know he went to. The, he got drafted by the St. Louis yes. Rams. He's an openly gay, but uh, first first openly gay player in the, the NFL. NFL. Yeah, and, uh, and was, Doug was, Flutie wasn't openly gay. Not openly. Okay. It was very exciting to see, like, like when in his phone call, you know, he he gives his big congratulatory kiss with his boyfriend, and and that's that's, it's great because it didn't. Now have, he's a giant. He's a defense player. Yeah, so yeah. He's, he's a, a giant, linebacker, six lion, five, giant hulking black guy, and his 200, boyfriend. Two hundred sixty-seven. It's sort of like look at you and your little tiny dog there. His boyfriend is a little tiny Latino guy. No, he's a white guy. I thought he was Latino. No. I can't he tell him. Swimmer. He was a swimmer. Very small guy. Swimmers have the best bodies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about Bill Ben, just right? Got wistful. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 my mind went to. Oh, I know who the top is. That's where I go. I gotta know. All right. Well, <laughs> anyhow, it was great that he was able to celebrate uh, without uh, much repercussions. I guess a lot a- of people were put off, and the one Miami uh, Miami Dolphins. Dolphin player tweeted "OMG" and then tweeted "horrible," and now he's been suspended from the team. Good. Um, I heard one thing adorable about this: the uh, the de- all, all the networks in their decision to air it. They said we air everyone kissing their girlfriends, kissing their wives. It's not going to be any different. It, it wasn't a decision for us. But the one, the sons of one of the producers was asking his father, like, why why is everybody so upset? Is it because they're not married? Ah. Oh, wow. wow. Maybe there is hope for the next generation. Uh, and congratulations to the Cleveland Browns for signing 
Johnny Manziel. And then immediately having their lead receiver, who he would have been throwing to, suspended for the year for marijuana use. Really? Yeah. Suspended for marijuana use? That is not uh, a, Come on. It's not pa- a performance. The, the Patriots, uh, double murder. I mean, let, let's, let's get up there. Aaron Hernandez. Hernandez. Yeah. 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 But it's, it's marijuana. Not a, it's not a performance-enhancing drug. I think no. you want to restrict performance-enhancing drugs. And it's legal in so many states. Who gives a shit? It, I... I absolutely agree. I will also say it was, I think, his third strike on the drug policy where it's like, dude, figure it out. You're getting caught. Change it up. That's why the, that's why it's so, it's not a year, a year ban for marijuana. It's a year ban for strike three ah, on the NFL's drug policy. Uh-huh. I, I agree the NFL's drug policy. I don't see what the but beef with marijuana so is. But good. How can you be? Don't be harsh on my butt. Feels so good. So, but anyhow, he's going to be a backup. He's going to start out as a backup quarterback. Good. Yeah, he's they they're already selling jerseys and more tickets, which is great for the economy. I I have to say, my hope has died when it comes to Cleveland sports. It's just dead. It's dead. I, you had I, hope. I'm happy for the city. I'm I'm always I'll always read the headlines, but it it's without that sense of possibility and hope. Oh. The, the spirit of Cleveland, <laughs> and that's the most we'll talk about sports. Oh come on. It's actually, you I have, have more to say, to talk about sports? no, uh, I just like gay guys kissing other dudes on TV and it pissing people off. And they were look, they look so cute. Have you been to West Hollywood? Anyone that goes on, it's going on right now yeah. in a, at a bar in the bathroom and far worse things are happening. Just get over it. Relax. Yeah. Although there were a bunch of tweets and they're like, it's disgusting. And how dare they? And like, uh, have you seen Glee? I mean, come on. Yeah. Has anyone seen Glee? I don't know. Probably not the same people who watch the NFL draft. <laughs> but yeah, it, it just the funny thing is when I was a kid, I'm like, they're going mar- to they're gonna make marijuana legal when I'm old, like someday. And it is. It's basically in half this, the country, it's legal or medical. And yet I'm like, gay people are just going to be whatever when I'm old. No, they're still ugh, a kiss. People are freaking out. Like, yeah, they kiss. They do a lot worse. It's mm, fucking right. hot. Let me tell you, it's fucking insane. They have way more fun yeah. than the rest of them. I live with a gay guy, and holy fucking shit in my 20s. If if I had the fun he had, I was like, shit, I'll suck a dick. Like the, you, So much fucking sex when you're a young gay guy in L.A., you are, it's fucking Disneyland. And I was like, oh, I was meeting girls, but they were like trying to... <laughs> Just would fuck a guy... Send him on his way, and then as he left his house, he'd see another gay guy walking by, and they, and then Jeez. a couple of glances, and then they're just fucking. So awesome. That's not all gay people. That's young gay people. Yeah, oh. but it is all young gay people. Oh yeah. You know why? It's because gay, uh, because all men will have sex at the drop of a hat. Yes. Right? And um, you put and the, women and if they're if don't, you want to have will sex not have men, sex unless and, you're an 85 year old guy. With who gives you a Ferrari and two fucking talc comes out of his penis, but you're like, whatever. <laughs> Did you <laughs> blow your talc on my face? <laughs> Just like a little powder, and she rubs it in. Did you guys uh, see Gods and Monsters? No. Great Ian McKellen. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, about Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, there's a it, scene. That, isn't that the uh, Brian Singer story? Right, exactly. <laughs> he was he was closeted gay, and there's this scene, um, but not as closeted as, as many wanted so him to be. James Castle? Is that what? Uh, James what, Whale. What? Oh, James Whale, yeah, yeah. And there's this scene at his at his Hollywood mansion where he's remembering the younger days, the glory days of his career, and there's just hundreds of incredibly 
gorgeous, like fit mm. gay men, or I, I mean, the, imp, it, it's implicitly gay, and they're they're just swimming and diving and all the hanging out. Swimming. And I was like, this looks like the most. This looks like oh, those Brian Singer so party pictures. Awesome. I'm yeah. like, why couldn't I have been be gay? Why be do I like women? Their lives. Yeah. Um, well, it was a good counterpoint to the Brian Singer story of two weeks ago, which is like gay guys can be gross too. There's a whole right. subculture out here of. Yeah. Of dudes fucking young guys saying, I'll make you a star, but which is what straight men have been doing since the evolution of Hollywood. But they're they're gross too. But this is a nice story. Like a guy has worked very hard, he's got a boyfriend, and he was there during the, the most important you know, phone call of his life. So yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, it was great. And it was hot. I watched that kiss a lot. And then the cake in each other's face. It's cute. It's so cute. Uh the- and then you know, and in twenty years He's just going to be uh, what? What are that thing they all have from from concussions? He's just going to be in a wheelchair, unable to speak, right. and, and his boyfriend will be able to visit him in the hospital as he's um, having surgery because he can't fucking think. Marty's been uh, adjusting buttons for a while. I have the feeling we're going to dip our hands in the mail sack, and he just can't find the cue. Nope. Nope. Actually, we're wrong. Gonna, <laughs> we're going to talk. <laughs> Um, I was going to, but then I thought that we should talk about the, what happened in Hollywood this past week. With yeah, the, see? On television, we had uh, a bunch of TV news. Yay! TV. You, you're happy that Community got canceled? I'm happy? Well, you said yay. Oh, I was just yay for TV news. That was the the sting. Yeah, so the yay! big <laughs> the big thing <laughs> is... The TV, okay. uh, let's see, NBC canceled Community, Revolution, a bunch of other s- shows I've never heard of, Sean Saves the World. Awesome. ABC canceled Mixology, which was ran run by John Enbaum, who's already oh, moved was on. It? Yeah, he was already moved on to another show. Uh, Suburgatory, The Neighbors, Super Fun Night, the yes. busy or not busy. What's Casey, the, uh, the, he- the heavy chick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rebel oh, Wilson. Rebel, Rebel Wilson. Wilson. I knew there was a Wilson. Yeah. Uh, and the Trophy Wife. Let's see. CBS canceled Bad Teacher, which is spelled. T-E-A-C-H-E-R. Well, now there's room for your web series to be bumped up to a yeah, regular it's series. teachers.tv. Yes. T-E-E-C-H-E-R-S. And it's T-E-E-V-E-E? No, T... Yeah, no. Oh, fuck you. Ooh. Hosted. So so angry. <laughs> How I Met Your Mother didn't get canceled. It ended. Yeah, it was done. Yeah. Uh, Intelligence, the Josh... What's his name? Never Josh saw it. Josh Holloway. Holloway. Never saw it. Uh, Almost Human was canceled by Almost Fox. canceled? It was absolutely canceled. Absolutely Almost canceled. watched. Dad's if I was going to sell a show now, I would just call it Never Canceled, because then they would... Never Canceled. Never Canceled. 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 Again. <laughs> How dare you? Did you not see the title of our... Uncancelable. Um, cancelable. Yeah, that, that'll that work. That's good. That rolls off the You're tongue. sort of asking for it. I enjoyed Almost Human, uh, but I did not... I could not get through an episode of Dads, so I'm very happy. Dads? Yeah. No. The I can't believe it lasted that long. Yeah. That's uh, because he's made them... A hundred million dollars. You keep your little show on. The best news is that The Mentalist got renewed. Oh! Pulled from the fire. Season seven is coming. The Phoenix rises. Oh, the The sadness. John lives. I thought that was canceled last year. (laughs) There are often shows that you're like, Supernatural's still on? What? Ten seasons? What? Is One Tree Hill still on? I believe it is. Okay. I, I believe there is. And on, Smallville is still on the air. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're on the, doing the grandchildren. What did I tweet Super this baby. week? I tweeted like Wings. Is that, uh, they cancel <laughs> Wings? So I love I love that Tony Shalhoub. He's going places. Uh, sadly, they, they canceled Tomorrow People, my friend Phil's yes. show. Uh, it's a rough business. Yes. But 
uh, as is what happens in this business, they will there will be new shows. The Eye Zombies will come back. I was yeah. going to ask any word on on the picked pilot? up. Yep, picked it up. was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. By whom? The CW. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, they're the ones who paid the for people. It. <laughs> the people who paid for it <laughs> picked up by Kickstarter. Yeah. If I'd known it was a CW pilot, I wouldn't have gotten excited. Why? Uh, I don't love their aesthetic. What's their aesthetic? Boring, hairless young people. Uh, oh, shit. What the fuck is that clothing store called? Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just a show shot in Abercrombie yeah. and Fitch. You're like, exactly. A friend of mine who's a really good playwright and a multiple show creator sold them a show. I will not say his name, but... It was a cool idea. It was about Hollywood in the 30s. Hmm. Uh, I'd be fascinated as it, by that. Or 20, it, was, it was what we're going through now with technology, but then it was from silent to talkies. Mm-hmm. And it was the studios, and it was a sexy blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And as he was writing it, they went, make it about the daughters of the, the, the Thalbergs and whatever, and how you know the women use their sexuality. To blah, blah, blah. And he said, no, I sold you a show about the... The, the power players in Hollywood and how they, you know, talkies changed everything. And they went, maybe you could make it about the daughters. And <laughs> he's like, no, I'm not. And then, you know, it's, it's not on the air. Right. But, um, good, there you go. There you That's go. That's all you need to know. Uh, let's see. Darren did tweet out that, uh, they posted USA today has a, a photo of the new Batman costume with Ben Affleck, it's Batman. And he, it's dark. And he's it's just not an interesting hire to me at all. Ripply muscles. Well, but yeah, I don't know. I think he'd be. Fine. You like apples? Sure. I thought he was awful. And I got and, a number. Uh, How do you like them apples, Batman? Uh, all right. All right. That's my. I thought he was my un- screen unwatchable in Argo. He's not heroic. He's not dark. He's neither. You got to be. You got to be both. He's a asshole simultaneously, and he's neither. He was perfect he's in a fucking Good- jock. Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. It's a fucking jock. Oh, you know who he, where he was best cast in? I know. You do know. But I can't think of the name of them. Days and Confused. confused. <laughs> yes. As, a, as an asshole? As an as asshole complete bully. fucking asshole. With, like, with his like, tiny chiclet teeth. Like, oh, come and on. And just like, well, he got him capped. I know. Yeah. It is crazy when you look at all the movie stars and they all have the same teeth because they all go to the same dentist. Um, and Yeah. Uh, so I like the other one. I like we're the, gonna uh, dip into the mail no. sack. Mail sack. Mail no cue. Oh, this is the cue. No oh, heads up. Cue. No heads up for the crew. I said so. So when there's a lull, now, you've heard this song before. Yeah, I can talk over it. Uh, yeah, that was great. That was great. Great job. We'll edit that. Right? You'll pull out my audio. You'll clean this up. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the first email is from. Garrett, who's a young listener from... How young? I don't know. He, I think he's a teenager from Fredericksburg. Do you have to click on a thing like, uh, are you at least 18 to download this? Like any, anyone, anyone who has a computer or an, uh, an iPhone or an Android no, or this, this has even a, sadder, is a the, Windows phone can actually just grab this? this is is a, there a rating system? Yeah, like the yeah there, there's an advisory that we swear. So... You have to run it by mom. Can I download this podcast? No, no, no. You don't okay. Do so, we advise people that we don't prepare? No. That, that's obvious. Yeah. <laughs> After I think once you two hear, minutes in, you're like, this when, is when you hear me shuffling around for buttons and whatnot. <laughs> so, so a ostensibly a 14 year old could listen to this and hear stories of my hemorrhoid and and other they have, atrocities. Yes. Wow. And what a fucking world. Did you name your hemorrhoid? Uh <laughs> 
seems like a wasted opportunity. Exactly. Uh, I, I didn't want to get connected with it. You know, I was fostering it. I didn't want to take it in. You wanted to let it fly and become its own. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you do poke it back in there. It, when it pops out, they're like, poke it back in. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm a monster. I'm a fucking, I'm a Yeti. So Garrett, he, he sent us his SoundCloud link, and he wanted a, our opinion about his music. Do you want to hear a little bit of yes. his music? Yes. I love SoundCloud. All right. Does Bill know what SoundCloud is? I do. Okay, good. All right. Put the, put the needle down on the album. This is uh, is it is it thirty three and a third RPMs or forty five? This is it seventy eight called Blue Highway. Okay. And he wants our honest opinion. So far, it's a little. Oh, there it is. I would say he's, he sounds like he's like 15, 16. Shut up. You're going my way, let me take you for a ride. All right, so that's Blue Highway. Thoughts? Well, I just heard two verses of it. Where's the hook? Where does okay. it kick in? All right, well, this is the one. Where's that- the drop? This is the one that has the most listens. It's called Virginia Railway. He's he's very transportation oriented. Oh. What? Well, it's Blue Highway and Virginia Railway. Come on. Okay. Of uh, what what he's got going on. First of all, fuck yeah for writing your own That's songs awesome. and recording them and and being and, willing to share them. Yeah, absolutely. That takes some serious balls. And you're in that nice sort of Almond Brothers, um, dusty Americana vibe, which not only has has a market, but is right up my alley. There you go. Add some other instruments to it. Yeah, I'd be excited to hear an arrangement because there's a lot of there's a lot of dead space and and um, more chords. I, I want to hear your, I want to hear your voice further further up in the mix. It's a little it's a little distant. All right. Yeah, you have a, a very good voice, so I think. Yeah, you got the pipes. I was really worried that that you weren't going to be able to sing at all, and that is not the case. And I'll be excited as you get as you get more life experience and draw on that. Um, where your uh, where your lyrics take you. So if you want to listen to Garrett's music, that's um, soundcloud.com slash backwards slash whatever. Garrett, G-A-R-R-E-T-T hyphen Kearns, K-E-A-R-N-S. Uh, thank you for that and send us more. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Uh, this next one is for from Etamaros Peleg. Hi, uh, who's in Israel. Oh, where was he yesterday? No, that know. kid, because... Lance Mountain is working in, in Atlanta, and she's like, do you have any unlicensed kind of Americana-y, my morning-y jacket? We need it for some YouTube stream, something oh. cleared. 
that, this is the, the, the intersection of, uh, of opportunity right here. Because if, he, if this had been yesterday, I would have said, send this music. It's going to be at OpenStack Summit in Atlanta. It's going to be streamed on YouTube. But it's yesterday. Next, Shit. next time. I next know. Year. We'll get you. Uh, Seize opportunities with your music. So at Tomorrow's Rights, hi, incredible content in the last few weeks. The Marty Bill Kruger dynamic has become crazy good. Here's something I believe you three have different ideas about. Porn. What's your angle on this industry? Do you see it as a valuable genre of entertainment or a negative abused concept? Thanks for hours of joy. Have a great day slash show. I love it. I love an industry where women make more than men. It's the only one. I buy it an incredible amount. Like, Men don't make money in the business. Women are stars. And um, I like where it's going now that it's uh, L.A. passes condom thing where you have to use condoms on the set. So it's all dying here. And that whole Hollywood girl comes out here and signs with a agent and then works uh, for a studio and gets abused and gets exploited. Now you can just do it at home. Right. The technology is there. And people are so bored with the artifice, so bored with the pizza guy shows up or uh, – I mean, they don't, that's such a trope. They don't even do it anymore. It's just I, I can tell when I'm deep into watching porn that that chick does not like that guy. She's just putting on a show. But when you watch amateurs, when you watch a couple, that's just watching people have sex. And that's the, they, there is a connection, which I think is missing from porn of yesteryear and – some of these chicks make shitloads of money because of the cam stuff. You know, you can like meet me on Thursday and I'll talk with you and you don't have to come to horrible Los Angeles. Good. Stay wherever you are and you don't share your money with disgusting mob infested, you know, vivid pictures or nasty pics or whatever. It's, it's all, it's, it's taking, I, I mean, I hope it happens to music. I hope people become huge stars and don't need, um, labels and don't need publicists and don't need that it's it's getting your content to to the people who want it so i'm into it well to, to be well bill <laughs> bill i think disgusting. I, honestly i have i just haven't gotten past the point of it depressing the hell out of me of it like oh, you're not watching the right porn maybe maybe <laughs> oh, it's, um yeah. there's there's and I, and some I'm personally on an element per, personally for me there's an element of guilt which i don't i'm i'm not catholic but i have this weird guilt thing um that I know I shouldn't want to watch it or, or be entertained by it. But also, I, I just find it terribly sad. Um, I do find it exploitative. I do find it... I, you, all, all your points are excellent. Um, Thank but, you. But I, I also... I, there's just something about... There's something about just boiling it down to that bottom line of fucking, where it, it doesn't have anything to do with anything but fucking. Well, that's but, what it, it should be. That, that's what it is. I know, but that but, but that's what that's built. not important to me in my life. That, well, that's why it's it not makes for everybody. me sad. Yeah, that's why it makes me sad. That's why you I wish you weird. had a that's need why... for porn. No, 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 no. I just sex isn't sex is not just about fucking to me. Well, that's what I'm saying is that Bill is impotent. It's a, it, no, he's working on it. He's he's okay. in therapy. He's getting he's getting better. <laughs> he, he's. Semi, uh, uh, whatever. But, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I can take it. <laughs> but I look at the old porn, and I saw the movie about the deep throat chick, and she was like, "They put a gun to my head," and you know, these mob guys basically exploited people, women, and made millions of dollars off of them, and they didn't make any money. I, I, I don't like that. I'm, I'm just talking about the business. Like mm -hmm. some people, 
like to watch people fuck. That's just that's it's nothing new. That's been going on for at least I don't know fifty years. No, <laughs> like like five thousand people have watched people fuck. That's just yeah. Uh, that's who we are. Not not everybody. There's there are delicate people like Bill who doesn't you know would, <laughs> who would, would, would rather read Lady Chatterley's Lover. Just imagine what <laughs> no, the no, make, no, read Wordsworth Wordsworth under, under the, the she was a phantom, shade of an elm tree. Yes, yes. But that's you're a poet. You're not uh you know a postal a, a postal a worker who needs to beat off every night because he's alone <laughs> yeah. and. But Why I are just you staring at me. I'm not a postal worker. <laughs> no, you, that would be you'd have to leave the house for that. But I could do the sorting from home. But the fact that it's now become it's empowered women, so that if they want to have is sex, is it though? Okay, I, what I'm talking about, I'm, not, I'm talking about a specific type of porn because yes, it's right far, now, far more empowered than than what you. The mailman is here, just as I said that. I swear to God, I just saw your mailman. Yeah, Hold right. on, I want a million dollars and I want a blowjob. <laughs> no, it didn't happen. Mm. I thought I had. Well, some ask magic the mailman. Part. Yes, right now as we speak at 10:30 in the morning in Los Angeles. A girl is blowing seven black guys in an apartment in Van Nuys. It's gross. It's mm-hmm. just like... Ugh. Because you don't like black people? Yes, it's because... Well, <laughs> not seven of them. One would be okay. I'm just saying, like, ever since I moved to LA, I'm like, someone is fucking someone they don't know. On film. On film for money. It's kind of gross. I get it. But I'm saying the 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 desire of the audience is is so tired of that artifice that, like, no one blows seven guys... Filmed or not, like it just that doesn't happen. They want to see real love and connection, and that's this amateur world is exploding, and the women control it. They are the you don't wow. ever see the dude. Okay, let's let's just be clear about one thing. Like, okay, the people who are making the most money in this are a bunch of white men. The people who are making the money in it are the aggregators. The guys that so, take a bunch of clips and then put it on the if site. If you're looking at performers, sure, women make more money, but they do not make more money than the people who are who are. There are several, and yes, but the exceptions stuff. are there are amateur ones. Very that, few exceptions, and that's not a huge amount of money. It can be. It's like not. there's a woman in Germany who's made like ten million dollars off it. Like she's the king or queen, I guess, of uh, cam. It depends porn. on how she identifies. Yes, she's the person of cam, of cam porn. Right, but. I like that, that that if this is something you want to do, you can control it and you can own it. And um, uh, yeah, I mean, most of it is gross, but it, it's not going anywhere. The, well, the, the desire, the, the, it's what runs the internet. Here's what, what I like about it is that we're, everybody's, we're to a point right now where everybody just admits it. Like, yeah, I watch porn. Like, that's something that... Uh, that was something that was in the. It was hidden between mattresses. It was hidden in, uh, you know, in shelves like porn was. Like we didn't own up to it as a society. Yes. And so now we 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 sort of. It's part of our culture. It's on our phone. It's on our phone. Uh, we can watch it. Yeah, we can watch it while we're taking a shit. And uh, not that, that. That's too much. Yeah. Well, you know, for some people that might be their thing. Uh, and. So there's that sort of there's more transparency to it, and there's also therefore a legitimization of it. So you have these sports stars with porn stars or uh, celebrities with porn stars, and it's not like what a disgusting human being. You're just like, oh, well, there, <laughs> you know, it happens. It's fucking acting. You go pretend to want to blow those right. guys, right? And and certainly, I don't blame any woman for wanting to be in porn because it, 
you come away with it with a lot more money than you would working at a fry station in in uh, Chick Fil A, and you wouldn't have any more more or fewer skills at the end of it. Right. So, but at the same time, I think there are a lot of damaged people, both who are both producing it and who are acting in it, and that creeps me out. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, the worst thing you can do is like, well, like I, yeah, I, I, when you look up porn stars and you get there, when they get out of porn, they talk about it many, like if you saw uh, Penny Flame, who was in the uh, Dr. Drew uh, rehab, celebrity rehab thing. Yeah. And she's just like, that is a really damaged person. And, but then at the same time, there are, are a bunch of people who are, but you're talking about two separate things. Porn is something that exists. You're talking about the porn business, sure, but which is horrible. But so so is Hollywood. So right, is the right. music that's business. That's the thing. Yeah, I the business know, is fucking like, look horrible. At, look at look at Judy Garland. You know, she was like, she did porn. No, but oh. I'm trying to make your point where you're talking about other industries that are exploitative. Yes, and. Yes, it, it, there's drugs in it. Well, actually, the the real successful ones are like, yeah, I I stayed all away from that. Right. I, you, you know, right, and I, I protected my image. And yes, and, but there uh, we keep losing a, a major actor once a mm-hmm. year to heroin or wh- whoever Peaches Geldorf wa- Geldorf was. But oh, are we talking in porn or are we talking acting? Or, both. Yeah, right. no, so, they, no, exactly. they they are actually regulated, exactly. and the, you don't hear about porn stars. That one that got AIDS in a gangbang like ten years ago. They keep talking about like, yeah, we keep. Enabling actors like, yeah, here you go, Philip Seymour, have some more heroin. But yeah, I agree with you. The business is terrible, but the business is changing, not unlike well, Hollywood. But I don't think that that's a huge moneymaker. And you, no. mentioned, you mentioned you can cherry pick people who are successful. No, and then there are companies. women in Thailand who are held at gunpoint to sure. do web pain. Like it's. I mean, you could argue that making whatever minimum wage at a, any sort of service, food service job and, and where you're forced to be on food stamps is some sort of corporate exploitation. Right, but I'm just, we are now in an age with technology and a, a distribution system, which used to be controlled by the mafia. You'd go to a porn out here, and then they would get it into all the, the stores. Now you can do it yourself. So if you really want to do porn, you don't need to come to L.A. This is a part oh, of my, yeah. like, don't come to L.A. program. Right. Like, we're all full. We don't need you. The 405 is a fucking nightmare. But um, Thank you, President Obama. Dick. Uh, he visited on uh, last week. Yeah, I didn't leave the house. No. It's terrible. But uh, yeah, yes, uh, do you when uh, I always look at it and I go, God, there's somebody's dad of that sure. chick. But oh man, is she doing a great job? But oh, <laughs> she's got a dad and a mom. And uh, if I had a kid, I would not get into porn. You know, <laughs> just be open with your sexuality. It's like sure, you you it's. I, Let your freak flag. Whatever fly. the thing is, where I want my neighbor's backyard to have the landfill. Like my right. neighbor's daughter can be in porn. I don't want my daughter to. No, blow, I don't think blow seven wants guys. Their, their daughter. To but at the porn. same time, I'm watching Game of Thrones last week. Spoiler alert: uh, There's a trial for the little little dude, and his his uh, whore actress is in it. Uh, shows up in the trial, and she's done hardcore porn. This actress. I don't know her name. Go on. Go on. Um, and she's on an HBO show with, you know, lines and, sure. and is important. And I'm like, all right, well, maybe it's uh, a, a place to start to learn, you know, call times and lighting cues. You know, <laughs> like, okay, you're going to blow this guy here. Then I need you to turn the camera, find your light. You know, I mean. Yeah, and you look at Sasha Gray, who did, yeah. who, who was very calculating in her porn career. 
ended up acting in the Steven Soderbergh thing, got out of the business and it does like, music and writes a, books. She's a DJ and, and yeah. makes five figures. But night. I know who she is. And that's right. And that's why there's yeah. lots of chicks. who. Do. Yeah. It's I mean, it's not for everybody. Right. And you have to protect yourself. And whatever. But, but what blows me away, especially with the Internet and these aggregators, which she said on a podcast recently that they're making the money like mm. the business is over. Right. Because what they do is they take licensed clips. They put them on their site. And by the time they get sued or the. You know the they have the takedown. And... They just start another site, right? But they sell advertising and uh, the what are they called? The uh, Red Tube and U Porn and X Hamster. Right. Hold on, let me slow, go. Slow down, slow down. Let's slow go. Down. <laughs> Look, just click on your bookmarks, Marty. Um, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, there it is. Uh, X Hamster and and um, so yeah, the business is changing like everything else. But it, you know, I, I click through it and, I, and I've never seen the same chick twice. Just in these like endless, you know, car, like you back gotta, of the Dewey Decimal System card catalog. You got to do some web searches then. Uh, but like, yeah. I'm like, has every human woman done porn? I, I just, I have. It's like Weatherman on the Weather Channel. Like every time I tune in, like, where's the other guy? They just the I, turnover rate is. Here's unbelievable. what I would say: is like, I would say for everyone, like video I've seen that I feel like, all right, that was that was all right, and there are like ten others that make me feel sad. So. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. There you go. That's that's. Well, you beat off to the first one and then just and get out. Yeah, exactly. Find what you like and then get the fuck out. All right. Next email is from Archie Goodwin. He says, hey, Merps loved... I don't think it's Archie Goodwin. That's what his handle is, but he didn't okay. sign it. Uh, hey, Merps loved the Steve Cougar origin story last week. If you'd missed it, uh, pod it. In the TV movie for... Pod it. Pod it. In the TV movie for what actors would play what roles... The TV movie of your life. Uh, Linda Lavin would play my mom. No, Mike Myers would have to play Linda Richmond, who looks exactly like my mom. Okay. It would be Mike Myers. Play, it would be that's like uh, Year of Living Dangerously, where Linda Hunt played a man. Yeah, yeah. I would have uh, Mike Myers play my mom. That would that would be just amazing. Uh, I actually years years and years ago I met Jesse Eisenberg for Lex some Luther for something. Is he Lex Luther? Mm-hmm. That's right. Is he really? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, young. Um, I was like, yeah, you can, yeah, he, he, Jesse Eisenberg, maybe. I don't know. He All wouldn't right. do. He wouldn't do a TV movie. He's in the new Bim. I can never get the guy's last name. Richard Ioday. Yes. Why yeah. do I call him Bim? Oh, because I know a Bim. Okay, right, right, right. The Richard. How do you pronounce the last name? Ioday. I don't know. Oh, I know who should play me. Uh, um, the double. The double. Yeah. The other actor. No, I'm not an actor. The other guy in L.A. called Steven Kruger. There's a, like a super hot young, like 20 year old kid. He's on a CW show. Stop caressing that. Oh, can you hear it? Yeah. I took my headphones off because they hurt my ears. <laughs> oh, sorry. We're at hour three. We're wrapping it up. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Archie wanted to know if we reread uh, books and which one have you reread the most. For him, it's The Doorbell Rang by Rex Stout. It's Breakfast of Champions at least twice, Vonnegut, uh, and Ceremony by Leslie Marmon Silco. I might have read three times. Because it's a, it's a book about um, the cyclical nature of, of uh, Native American spirituality. So the more you read it, the more you see that things are happening again and again and again and being repeated and patterned. You don't really catch it the first time through. All right. Sounds like a light beat treat for Bill. That's a good book. <laughs> yeah. Just I'm gonna, not going to apologize for my I'm going to go to Cabo with my Indian, Indian spirituality book and read it four times. I didn't read it four times in a row. I read it four times over the last 20 years. Uh, Confederacy of Dunces. Didn't think. like it. I, 
<laughs> didn't didn't ask and uh, sixty pages in, I made it yeah. sixty pages. I, like, well, I don't like it. It is the people. greatest piece of literature ever written by a human being. And didn't it, like it. It is the. Uh, you didn't read it because I didn't like it. No, 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 you didn't read it, so you you didn't like sixty pages of it. Right. I, which I, I didn't yeah. like anything. Is I was sixty to no, hundred no, no, pages no, no, in, no, no, I didn't no, like no, anything. No, no, right that you. I didn't like anything. Just cut them off there. That's that's perfect. Right. <laughs> it's the greatest. It's the only book that actually makes me laugh out loud, and um, I probably read it like ten times. Like I just every year I pick it up and oh, nice. I'm like I'm just going to read a chapter and then I can't stop reading it. All right. Um, what about you, Marty? Oh, I reread uh, uh, Vikram Seth's, um, what's it called? Something, not a self-help book? Some not, son, not, uh, it's like 800 pages. Seven, yeah, just, seven Habits of Highly Effective People? Or I read, I read all this, the, the additional add-on books. The Untethered like, Soul. Chicken Soup for the Soul for Grandmas. <laughs> chicken Soup for the Soul for, for the shut-in. Uh, no. no. Uh, I, I like, uh, I've read Chandler's... Uh, the long, uh, not the long, yeah, the long goodbye. Yeah, I've reread some Chandler. Yeah. No, I re- don't think I reread that one, but I, I have reread some. And Chandler. Uh, uh, what was it? The, uh, long goodbye. And shoot, I just had it. Am I? Am I? But anyhow, I've, I've reread a lot of Dash Hammett too. Yeah, those a lot are of the short, the short stories too. But I think I've, I've read Maltese Falcon. Twice. Oh, you know what's really fun to re uh, reread is Have you read the Fitzgerald's The Pat Hobby Stories? I haven't. No, you guys should absolutely read it. So. Um, Fitzgerald was in LA and he was kind of a failed screenwriter and he, you know, he was on contract, but he was just drank all day and, and he would write these short stories for Esquire about screenwriting. Really? And if you're interested in the Hollywood of that era, you should read the Pat Hobby stories. And they're just like these bitter, angry. It's like if Kruger were living in the thirties, um, not bitter and angry, but I'm not but, bitter. No, no, but there's something misanthropic about it. And just like sort of you're getting closer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a skewed view of the world. If, if you combine, if you combine Bill and Kruger and turn, turn Oh, what a monster. Turn that character into <laughs> what a, a heart. What a hateful uh, creature. Screenwriter. Would a bitter guy after this podcast head over? I'm heading over to forest lawn. Cause I just discovered yesterday. I don't know why this eluded me that Liberace's buried there. I'm going to Liberace's grave today. I have to see it. What? Why? Because I love him. I love everything about him, and I, I need to. I've stood at his in front of his home in Palm. In Palm right Springs. now, you will see as much of a, a smile as you will ever get from Kruger. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, here I am buried. Oh, I'm a zombie. Oh, zombie Liberace. <laughs> That's Copyright Steve Kruger, 2014. Yeah. It's mine. Oh, I would. Oh, look at all these brains. They're wonderful. Oh, put a little sauce, a little jelly on that. Marvelous. Oh, Scott, you you complete me. I want to see his grave. I want to see where he's buried. I want to know. Oh, he's such a great spirit. I watched the movie again. It's a nice. even Lance Mountain's like this is getting weird. <laughs> like it's a fucking love story. By the way, Michael. Uh, ben, ben Hawk in Germany said, would, is, uh, gave us the name of the webcam lady that's Sybil Kikeli. Yes. Kikeli. I've spoken with her. Why would you speak with her? Because I sold a pilot about amateur porn. Oh. Uh, was she offended to be referred to as an amateur? No, I didn't. I didn't the, the script was about amateur porn, uh-huh. but I, I spoke with her and uh, the I Deep Throat, I Heart Deep Throat, or whatever her name is, this woman that basically just fellates her husband with the prowess of a thousand sons. Like, I'm just like, how does she, it's fucking awesome. Nice. But she, but 
it goes back to like she wants to be there. She's blowing her husband. Was that Heather? Heather. Well, her name is Heather Harmon. On, but on the internet. It, the internet fucked up and they call her Heather Brooke because she was in a scene with Brooke. So now she's just known as Heather Brooke. Uh, but uh, fascinating chick. Lives up in, she wouldn't tell me where, but right. somewhere in central or northern California. And just said, oh, I'm going to blow my husband and he's going to film it. And I have an empire now, you know, and yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have to leave my house. Good for her. It's just, uh, it's a sign of the times. And when I watched it, I was like, Great. uh well, people want to watch it. Yeah. I mean, it's like like dr- like legalizing drugs. People want drugs, right? And she yeah. she made you know hundreds yeah. of thousands of dollars. And she that. stopped when she had a let's, kid. Let's but make the most of ourselves, people. Yeah. Well, that's she's really fun. like if I could be good at what I do and which is what she does, I'd be a fucking I'd I'd have an Oscar. She can blow like she's amazing. Jesus and but you know, You're I, creeping I, me out. Well, yeah, let me what, let me load some up. Just here. how excited you are about talking about her? I just find it it's a it's a world that I'm fascinated with, and yeah, do it, we are the age of do what you're you're good at, you know, Vine stars. Like, yeah, I I don't I don't uh, get it, but good for you, good for you. And, you you and found something. Been, some really funny Vine. Get, we can't all be there. musicians and actors and writers. Some some people need to blow their husband, right? So. Try and make money off and of I it. And I cannot blow as well as she can. If you could, there'd be a line out the door here. Yeah. Uh, Wonderful. Morning, Murps and listeners. This is from Peter W.G. in Connecticut. If you haven't already talked about it already, just curious what your thoughts were about the Gotham and Constantine shows coming out. Um, I, I had uh, lunch with my friend who cut the Gotham pilot last week, and he's uh, very excited about it. And he, uh, Danny... Um, Danny Cannon directed it, who, oh, who yeah. did uh, Judge Dredd and um, uh, tons of music videos. He's a big uh, pilot director now. He did the pilot uh, for Tomorrow People. And, uh, yeah, look how well that went. What, um, what's the main subject? Uh, or who are the main characters? In, in- it focuses on Commissioner Gordon, okay. a young Commissioner Gordon played mm-hmm. by Ben McKenzie. Mm-hmm. From the OC and his relationship with, uh, or and it's sort of like before the villains became villains, or as they become villains, right. and at some point, do you? I mean, the, this comic book bubble has to burst, right? Sure, but I, I think that the uh, Marvel. I was reading that the Sony is doing villain-driven Spider-Man movies. Sure, they got to keep that. They have they to keep really that license gonna? alive, but. The, um, People are really going to go see that? Well, they look at the box office. You know, they, they've been, yeah. it's been doing well. I don't know if the Spider-Man movie has done as well as they hoped, but uh, certainly the uh, other ones have. And and for and like DC has been has not had success on the big screen the way that that Marvel mm-hmm. has. And but they have in in TV. You've got Green. Uh, you've got Arrow doing really well. Mm-hmm. Flash is coming out, and uh, Constantine will be interesting. I don't know anything about that, but I do. Uh, Gotham, uh, if you've seen the trailer, it's good. It's a good trailer. It, it, it's got a great look. It's got a really good cast. Kevin Riley said it's the show of the fall. Yeah. It's his network, though. Right. Yeah. He would say that. Then. And up front. Yeah. I mean, Which it, network? Uh, Fox. Fox. Yeah. So my, I, I'm very happy that my friend has a job for the next season. So Right. Uh, and it'll probably be more fun to, sh- to cut than uh, well a different sort of challenge cutting action action i guess it's it's a blend between procedural and action uh with a uh, set in the dc universe i don't think the, it's super it's a great pitch 
Yeah, and you get a young Bruce Wayne in there, but not mm-hmm. not a, a, a full-on Batman. So it, it should be interesting. hope it's better than Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, that's actually been got uh, since the uh, Winter Soldier came out. It's it's gotten really good. Okay, I only saw the first two episodes, and there was nothing there to bring me back. Well, that's like reading the first sixty pages of a really shitty Dunces. book and deciding I'm not going to devote any more time to this shitty book. I'm proud of that decision. Aren't you at all curious what other people thought? I've had too many conversations about it. It doesn't interest me. Right. I gave it its shot. It failed to do its job. That's the the Bill Watterson story. If you don't if you don't please me or interest me in the first five minutes, that's not true. I've taken on some really challenging stuff. There's bands who the first listen I wasn't into the album and it, and it grew on me. But all right, well, so you listen so to much. the entire album and then you listen because there was again. something there. There was nothing there for me after days and days of reading the book. So I was like, well, I'm done. All right. Uh, this next one is a long one. I'll try to get through it quickly. Uh, this is a first-time emailer, I believe. Wonderful. Yes, from Ashley. Greetings, Merps. Greetings. Uh, a few weeks back, a passing comment was made about listeners in Manhattan proper and how you, weren't, uh, you all weren't sure if you had any. Well, sorry to burst your bubble, but you've got at least one listener in Manhattan. I've been a long-time fan listening since the very first Nooner with Dan and Marty back wow. when they were on Friday afternoons. Although I rarely get to listen live. That would live. be so much better. She's a struggling actor. Oh, I, I'm totally sympathetic with that uh cattle call auditions various jobs uh, oh the glamorous life i do download the podcast every week and i don't think i've missed an episode hey thank you ashley living in new york i spend a decent amount of time on subways or walking to my destination and getting to listen to you guys makes the commuting a lot more entertaining i had no real reason to write in <laughs> other like, than but commuting is just horror it's like commuting is horrible so we're just making it a little less horrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all. Well, commuting in New York is... We're not, we're not like, oh, I, I carve out two hours of my day to just no, sit and listen the, to... No, but I don't think that's what we, we, we set up. No, 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 do. I know. It's, yeah. uh, it's, I'm walking my dog, and I, I just don't want to be, be alone, alone in my thoughts. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll listen to these fucking yeah. idiots for an hour I, I don't want to have to, two. like, while I'm picking up warm poo, I want something yeah. to distract me. Mm. That's what we serve. Mm. Warm poo. Uh, <laughs> I had no real reason to write in other than to represent your Manhattan listeners. And then again, maybe I'm the only one. And if you are a Manhattan listener besides Ashley, and your name isn't Ashley, write in. Uh, and to say thank <laughs> you for all the free funny over the years, you may, uh, may, you may only be minor internet radio personalities, but to all of us who listen regularly, you're a big part of our routine. So thanks to you. Aw. And I look forward to listening to the podcast when it goes uh, up tomorrow. And I'm sitting waiting uh, in a waiting room at 6 a.m. with 30 other girls who look exactly like me. So much love, Ashley. Porn star. No, because Manhattan is far too expensive for porn. Yeah, they don't do porn there. Florida. No. She's, um, she's doing uh, what shoots in there? Law and Order? Is that what shoots? Yes. Yeah. And Sherlock or Elementary? Elementary shoots. Doesn't that shoot in New York? Oh, that's good. I'm, I'm always excited that a, shoot, a show shoots either in L.A. or New York, as opposed to Shreveport, Toronto, or Vancouver. Right. There's another show that I was really interested in that New York. But I'll think of it. She's not done yet, though. So. Oh, there's okay. more. P.S. Bill, congratulations on Jersey Boys. When the trailer Thank came you. out a few weeks ago, I watched it three times in a row trying to decide if you were in it or not. I was. Hey! I was. I was Sadly, I was blurry and out of uh, focus in the background, but... That's it was me playing bass. Today. Yeah. Um, well, I haven't had coffee because I was up all night editing. I'm being a jerk. I've I'm not already big, made my apologies. I'm a big, big musical theater fan and would uh, 
and would be seeing the movie anyhow, but knowing you're in it, just sweeten the pot. You won't recognize me. I'm clean shaven and my hair is slicked down. Well, she doesn't see you because it's a podcast. Yes, but everyone knows how handsome I am, so they search the internet for my photo, so... After being a long-time listener, I'm finally writing for the first time. A few weeks back, uh, the... Co- oh. Yes. Okay, that's, uh, that's a, a repeat. There's Actually, a I have exciting news on that front. Um, a Go friend of mine uh, Google searched Bill Watterson, and for the first time, uh, among the first ten uh, choices was me and not the Calvin and Hobbes artist. So <laughs> Climbing the... My career the, the, is skyrocketing. The Twatterson charts. He's, yeah. he's the top ten Bill Twatterson. It's, it's Tweeterson. Tweeterson. Bill oh. Tweeterson. Sorry, um, Get on board this rocket ship as it's rising while you still can. Yep. Oh, so iZombie also got picked up, by the way. Did we, we mention that? Yes. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Okay. So have her tell all her Manhattan, Ma- Manhattan friends to uh, listen to the podcast. Yeah. Spread the good word. Yeah, get all the your actor friends uh, to listen because these, that's... These dorks in L.A. talk about yeah. nonsense for two hours. But it, it makes the, the drive back to uh, 190th Street. Or the, the subway ride, <laughs> just two hundred two hundred and fifteenth Street, Street, yeah, in uh, in Little Nigeria, where I live in a uh, forty square foot walk up, <laughs> tenth Clo- floor closet, closet space, yeah, with for thirty eight hundred dollars a, a month, yeah, with a, a sort of a, a drippy mop faucet, and then I I write in and they make fun of me. Oh, oh no, no good making. luck. Yeah, let us know if you do anything with your acting, Ashley, uh, that we can look out for. Stay uh, out of porn. Last email better than from that. Adam. Hello, Murp's great episode last week. We heard that Stephen's relationship with his mom is better. I was wondering <laughs> how his relationship with his dad is now. Sincerely, Adam Elder. I murdered my father, so the relationship is good. So you won. You are now the, the uh, leader of the pride? No, you, uh, of course, stepped on the story midpoint through as I was just disparaging my mom and calling her a cunt and all, this, all these horrible things that happened. And then it does have a happy ending, but you you yeah, afraid I, that we were going to lose viewers like, a, like the podcast exec that you are. You're like, but it has a happy ending. No, it has a happy ending. I have a good relationship with my mom. I actually was speaking with her on my way to the podcast, um, which I hope she doesn't listen to because that's, <laughs> that's a little much. But yeah, my, I have a great relationship with my dad too. It was when you're 16 and you're an asshole – and your parents are divorced and all this craziness is going on, I, I, I take full responsibility as being a, a third of, of the problem. That, but that, when you're 42 and an asshole. That's a, that's a, that's a bigger, bigger deal. No, I, I have a great relationship with my dad and my mom. So that was just a, a crazy time that we all went through together. But we're all better now. Uh, actually, I have one uh, just late edition. It's an audio thing. Oh, dear. Ooh, we haven't had uh, an audio. Is it, oh, is it, I is I it Darren been here, Husted? But... Darren Husted? No, it's from Josh. Josh uh, Husted? Josh Husted? Here we go. Hey, Smoko crew. This is Josh Estee here from Southwest Louisiana. Thought I'd check in with you guys. Uh, I just wanted to know if... What I really want is if Emily is there, she could wish me a happy birthday. I turned 23 Friday on the 16th. But if not, I just want to know, what do you think I should do? 23, a bacchanal, you know, hookers, coke, weed, something, I don't know. Yes, Some kind of fun. All right, guys, later. Well, Emily is not here, so none of us... uh, So I wish you a very happy 23rd birthday from Emily. There you go. Uh, There you go. Uh, Emily was channeled through. Thank you. <laughs> I would suggest reading Chaucer. 
at dawn under a cherry cherry blossom and masturbating onto a fig leaf and then uh, rubbing it all rubbing it into your tears. Twenty three. He said he's from Shreveport, Louisiana. Uh, He's from Louisiana, not Shreveport, but Uh, he should go to New Orleans and eat at Bacchanal. It's the best uh, goddamn food. But he's twenty three. He doesn't want to eat. He wants to fuck and do coke. No, yeah, and and in that hopefully. in that order, because you don't do has coke and money then fuck. at twenty three, so you can't afford to go to Bacchanal. Um, go shoot guns; it's fun. Really? Ooh, yeah, shooting guns is really fun. Yeah, and can you? Uh, it's got. It's Louisiana. I'm sure in Louisiana you can. You can it is beer. just a giant gun range. Like right. wherever you are, just start shooting. Yeah, yeah and good, then there's good like, shot. And then there are a bunch of like daiquiri machines like lined up behind you, so you just like grab a daiquiri and start shooting. Grab another daiquiri, start shooting. You'll never feel more alive than when you're firing a shotgun. So go shoot guns if they have guns in Louisiana. I don't know their their gun laws or their, the the cultural norms well, there. A, you can have. A, uh, open containers in in Louisiana. Yeah, so I'm sure they have. Is that all of Louisiana? Or yeah, just you tell North? us how to party, dude. Yeah, the fuck do we know? Yeah. We're living fucking L.A. We're like, uh, let's yeah, just get like, some, uh, get a kale smoothie yeah, and go is, home. Is, and is this uh, palm teeny have any gluten in it? <laughs> <laughs> palm teeny. That sounds good. <laughs> Yeah, we're just going to go to this vegan Korean taco truck, and then you know we're just going to catch a UCB show, and then just kind of kind of chill. Uh, so, Bill, when do you hear about? Oh, by the way, Josh, thank you for that uh, audio thing. Please, anybody who wants to send, I mean, obviously we read and play everything. So there's you, no filter. There's no filter at all. Yeah, you will get on. The Saves air. us from having to come up with content. Yeah, exactly. Come up with content for us so we can play it. And Josh always has something fun to say. Let us know how you partied and or how you celebrated your 23rd. And no, record absolutely. yourself mid party. Yes, yeah, send, us, a, send us an audio oh, yeah. clip yes, at yes. the height of your decadence. I'm fucking, uh, I've done so much coke. I'm going blind. It's the end. Great. Let's play that. Let's get yeah, that. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, and how it affects Gotham. And so, yeah, next week, if you want to submit something to the mail sack, especially if you haven't before, like Ashley, that's noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Bill, when do we hear about the, the next 60% of your funding? Um, I just, uh, just went live with a fundraising video, which I think I can share publicly, which I'll do uh, okay. somehow through the show or certainly through my own Twitter Absolutely. feed. So you're um, going to crowdfund it or are you going to? No, no. Uh, we've got 40% of the, of the budget is from private investor equity, um, investments. That's redundant. I'm not good at the money part. No. Uh, the, and then we're following part. up with the studio that we met with last week. We have a couple other studios that, um, I have requested scripts. So we're trying to see if we can set up meetings there. And then I think this video actually, because the film is such a visual, any film is, but this one in particular doing puppetry stop motion right. in camera effects. It's, it's such a visual world. So uh, you did shoot the, the promo for it. We yeah, we shot a we yeah. And did it's that. basically a proof of concept video, is what I would call oh, it. Okay. And how was it? Was it? It was so fun. We cut it last night. I'm extremely proud of it. Is and it, it definitely it was it difficult. Um. Well, we 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 went light on the effects side on our on our end. We we did a nice practical effect as a wraparound, but the gist of it is um, visual references. The kinds of the kinds of worlds that we're drawing from, and and some of the work of the team that we've assembled. So, oh, that's good. A okay. lot of it's basically a clip a clip show that's more of a proof of concept. Sure, sure. But sure. we did it. We wrapped around with an old school in camera practical effect just to just to show what what the fun of it. Of, right, right, right. And to, like get, to get the team thinking creatively. So, and it turned so, out great. So, if anyone wants to invest in a in a in low budget uh, 
sort of indie feature. Indie feature. It's an investment, not a donation. In fact, we can offer you uh, ownership points in the film just by being a connector and putting us in touch with someone who's willing to invest. So just tweet him at Bill Twatterson. It's Twatterson, sir. And wonder why I don't show up. Steve, what you got? I'm sorry. What? What you got going on this week? Are you going to get a job? Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, (laughs) No, no. I'm great. Yeah. Uh, my ra- play is wrapping up this weekend, so if anybody wants to, they can come see that play. You, don't you enjoyed this one, right? Yeah, it's been really good. Good crowds, good uh, good performers, um, and it's been a lot of fun. And if anybody wants to adopt a little chihuahua who's been in my lap the entire show, uh, just let me know. That's at Marty U, and um, I will ship him via UPS anywhere worldwide. And uh, let's see. And if you want to hire Steve, that's at St- Stefan Kruger. Steven. Yeah. People often say that. It, it freaks me out. It annoys you more than anything. It's not how you spell Stefan. Well, it's you not. You spell everything every different way. No, it's, it's F-A-N or A-P-H-A-N. But. I don't know what Dan's deal is. He's just sort of shut me down. Aww. Well, I think he's just incredibly busy yes. with stuff. And Emily's on, on an audition. Have you talked to Emily? I haven't. I've not been in touch with her in a while. So, um, but hopefully we'll... we'll, we'll I'm permanently see. indisposed. No, no. She's, uh, she's, an, she's acting. She's We're acting. We're going to get that uh, whiskey drinking role playing yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I want to get everybody on board for that. If we can do that this month, that would be awesome. Um, so we will try to do that. That's fiasco. We'll try to get that fiasco game of fi- the fiasco game of the fiasco. fiasco fiasco. Yeah, we'll get that going. And in the meanwhile, we will see you next Tuesday. See you, gang. If that box. If that box. If that box. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.